Welcome to the Corporate Streets Podcast. This is the podcast for people who just say, oh, you went to Memphis? That's nice. That's cute or whatever. Yeah, yeah, we about to go to uh, Jamaica or whatever. And this <laughs> is uh, Jaren. Or excuse me. This is Jaren DeSelecta. Yeah, man. This is TJ, man. Wan on me, brother. <laughs> why does poppin', man? Why does goat have all bones and no meat? Why <laughs> 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 I got all, all bones and no meat? Duh, that's terrible. That's the worst, man. When your curry, no, I'm when your, curry. About your accent, fool. <laughs> no, man, it's worse when your curry goat has all the bones and no meat. You gotta take that shit back to the chef. Yeah, yeah, you got to give it back, man. <laughs> so speaking of, speaking of all bones and no meat, what was that meat like this weekend? You were talking about. Yeah, I stayed away from it, bro. What? Yeah, I stayed away from the meat because I could get the jerk sauce and whatever I wanted. So that's what I did. I didn't mess with the, I didn't mess with the chicken, bro. I didn't no even goat? try it. I wanted to say in my stomach. Nope, no goat, none of no that. Oxtail? I did do fish. No, nah, no oxtail. No beef patty? Nah, no beef patty. Dog, you should have just went to like like Florida or something. Or, I mean, you could have saved, <laughs> saved a couple of You could have been huh? to Memphis like me and got some fish. Uh, I did eat some, uh, I think it's called ackee and, and f- ackee and codfish. Okay. And uh, so that was that was pretty interesting. Uh, it was a, a breakfast food, and we ate that up, make it with eggs and fish. It was dope. Okay, so you went to Jamaica. How, yeah, how was... man. Dog, it was beautiful, man. It's a beautiful country. It's an island, obviously, so it's surrounded by beaches, right? <laughs> Ton of beaches out there. Okay. And uh, it's nothing to them, man. They live with it every day. So, I mean, it's literally houses, like, right on the beach. There's a lot of establishments right on the beach, you can just you just people walk in the streets. So you say like, it's houses on the beach? the beach. Yeah, like so is is, is, is it like regular houses or is it like big baller rich people? Houses? Well, you know what? I take that back. Uh, there's houses across the street from the beach, and there there those are really regular style houses. Uh, where I was at, that most of the resorts took up the beach, but when we drove further out, we saw that uh, there was like establishments, like food spots that are like right on the beach. Okay, but the houses across the street from the beach there were nothing that grand where I was at. I, was I mean, in was it Bay. was it was it just like was it literally across the street? Like you like they cross the street and then you cross the road. You cross the two lane road. Yeah, you cross the two lane road and then you walk across the field onto the sand. Okay, so, so what? It was literally yards? right across the street from the beach. Yeah, not even a football field. Oh, okay. And just regular yeah, ass people had those houses. It didn't seem like it was yeah, like premium. Yeah, regular people. No, dog. They they looked like actually they were struggle city. It looked like they were struggle city. And I mean, it's regular people walking the streets, and they're right across from the beach. The beach house here. Yeah. yeah. Well, here. Well, I guess you can consider a beach house here in California. If you're that close to Newport Beach, those are million dollar homes. No, so millions. Yeah. <laughs> and the food was amazing. Jerk. Jamaican jerk is that deal, man. Although a lot of them like KFC. 
that was pretty interesting. There's like three KFCs okay. in the area. And uh, they like their KFC, man. I can see that. Like, that's the, that's their specialty versus, like, with us getting, like, some kind of Jamaican food. It's like, ooh, Jamaican food. But for them, right. they like, oh, shit, KFC? Let me, see what the, let me see what this fried chicken is about. Right. I was surprised, though, that there are a lot of vegetarians there. It seems like three out of four people that we talked to were vegetarian. Which okay. was super interesting because I ate their fruits and veggies and it tasted super fresh, man. And with that, that leads me to believe that their food is unaltered, you know, no hormones, no injections. So their animals, I would imagine, are super fresh as well. Like the fish, t- it was fresh out the ocean, bro, yeah. for sure. And so when we talk to people about it, it's like, yeah, we don't we don't do all that with our with our animals here. And I was like, yeah, I could tell. Like you actually saw cows on the side of the like when you're on the road you saw cows grazing on the grass bro but did they look so, healthy though was they kind yeah, of skinny they look, nah they looked fine i mean it was plenty of pastures bro i think so they was eating good i think goats uh, was running around chickens was walking about see, not in the streets you but know? see but you see they say that right like we don't do that to our animals here but that's probably because they don't have the demand you know you're to, probably to, right to produce like we have to stateside that's true i agree i agree with that but i was just making the point that as fresh as that food is it's shocking that they a lot of them like yo we just do the veggies man it would be yeah i was gonna say it'd be a crime for the fish not to be fresh (laughs) (laughs) that would should be illegal that should definitely be illegal yeah so so the people were really nice everyone we talked to spoke english you know they had really large vocab so so the funny uh, i was talking about this i went to this uh this restaurant called patchouai and uh with sarah and sarah was asking you know is that the language they speak i'm like "Eh, it's kind of more like a dialect like jamaica technically is an english-speaking country Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um they just speak in in their own dialect right exactly kind of like how creole is a dialect and they leave certain words out and they say them with a certain dialect. Right. So it sounds like they're talking a different language. But if you listen hard enough, you can pretty much catch what they're saying. They get offended with the, about that, too. What you like, mean? Like like people, well, at least stateside Jamaican people, they get upset. Like when uh, Rihanna uh, had the song that Work, Work, Work song. Yeah. And they were kind of making fun of what is she saying on there? And it was like oh. she's speaking. She was like she's speaking English. Like people were getting offended that like some of the uh, I guess American journalists were trying to make fun of what she's saying in like some of the comedy shows and SNL or whatever. And it's like gotcha. like she's speaking English. Gotcha. You know. So. <laughs> so was was that supposed to be her rendition of what how they talk in Barbados though? Like was that supposed to be in her dialect? Because yeah. I don't know what she's saying either. Yeah. Oh, it was. Yeah. It was. Well, hers is a lot cuter than how I heard it spoken. Like it's spoken like in a rough tone. It's spoken like loud. The dialect that I hear in Jamaica. Mm-hmm. It's not so cutesy how Rihanna sounds. What, what is that maybe, supposed to mean? I'm just saying it. It just sounds like the, different. Like the niggas don't you know, sound cute. Is that like what are you talking nah, about? I ain't saying that. Kind of like how uh, a lot of the Chinese languages are tonal. You have to say it in a certain tone. Oh, like with the grunting or whatever. Like yeah, they kind of talk with that grunt. 
uh, well, not even just a grunt, but they might say something in a high pitch or say something in a low pitch. They can say the same thing in a different pitch, and it means two totally different things. So I'm saying that the way that I heard them speaking their dialect when I was in Jamaica, it doesn't sound all cutesy how Rihanna was singing her song, Work, Work, Work. That's all. Hmm. Okay. Not trying to diss or nothing, you know what I'm saying? You trying to get me murked by the, by the shatters. By the <laughs> Yeah, man, their vocals was pretty large. They understood everything I was saying. You know, I wasn't trying to trying to wow them with a large vocab, but you know, you go to another country and but you find you find yourself speaking slowly or anything like that. Uh, like we talked about nah, that on the, on the Tyler Perry episode, like you're not supposed to talk slow or loud. And right, right. No, nah, I didn't. I didn't talk slow or loud. I feel like I can just talk normal because they were talking normal to me. They spoke now, English. They were, yeah, like if they were if they were uh, stumbling over words and acting like they were trying, like it was a second language type of thing, then I would have had to watch myself from talking loud and speaking slow and all that. Right. So we did a few touristy excursions. We went like zip lining. We went horseback riding. We went bobsledding. We went to this place, Dunn Rivers Falls. It's basically a whoa, waterfall. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. You went bobsledding. Yeah. How did you go bobsledding? In Jamaica, it was more like a it was more like a roller coaster ride. <laughs> it was a bobsled on on on, on, rails? on the track. Oh, okay, yeah, on tra- on rails. Yeah. Now, do you do you feel like they did that just because of Cool Runnings? Like how old how old was that place? Uh, have you ever seen Cool Runnings? Are you familiar with? The I story? have seen Cool Runnings. Yeah, okay. I have seen Cool Runnings. It was years and years ago. So if you asked me to go to Storyline, I wouldn't remember it. Actually, I want to watch it again now that I've been to Jamaica. It's, it's, uh, it's very problematic. I it better. <laughs> it is. I would, I would imagine <laughs> it is. I mean, if it's a when's true the last story, time you seen it? Uh, probably like a year or so ago. Oh really? Okay. So yeah, I need to see it again because I saw it as a, like a kid, kid. So a yeah. lot of that stuff went over my head. It's a Disney movie, basically a fat white man played by John Candy. Uh, taught oh, these Jamaican. Oh yeah, John Candy was in it. Taught these Jamaican dudes uh, how to bobsled. Oh Ta- wow, he taught the Jamaican dudes. Yeah, because they were okay. they were they were like in track. They were like track runners. Yeah, yeah. But like they they tripped and fell, so they didn't qualify for the Olympics. They was like, man, I still want to go to the Olympics, and so the only way they can get in because all the other events were all full. They was like, well, we don't have yeah. a bobsledding team, and it's like a Jamaican bobsledding team, and Oh, that's the story. And then the rest, the rest was history, huh? Yeah. And they still lost. Well, yeah. So they they had a bobsled and roller coaster ride that you can control the speed with your arms, or whatever. They had like rails on the side that you can push. Is down that safe? And you can pull back for the brakes. Uh, like it was a roller coaster, so I imagine that if you didn't have the option to have brakes on it, it just would have been a super fast roller coaster ride. Had a bunch of twists and turns. It was fun. It, was it, it so it wasn't like self-propelled it, it was like machine propelled somehow uh, like a regular roller coaster or was it just like a rickety nah like, it, it was propelled present? it was propelled by by gravity it was gravity propelled okay so you're just like you're going they make the twist and turn so it's a slight decline I was gonna say it's not, it's not possible enough. to get stuck nah it's not possible to get stuck okay. nah even if you hit it on the brakes in the middle of the thing, you'll start off slow, but you can pick up the speed, though. You couldn't stop it? Would you be able to stop it? Yeah, you, you can stop it. If you pulled all the way back on the rails, um, yeah, you would stop it. You can go to a cold stop. 
Okay. And then but, if you but, want to get started again, you could. Let go. But mm-hmm. that's problematic though, because people they're expecting that you're not stopping. So people behind you, when it they go, they wouldn't be able to you. stop. Yeah, that's what I'm. Yeah. So, so the point I'm trying to get at is that they obviously don't have the same quality control and safety standards. Because. No, dog. Speaking of that, so let me get into my next one. So they got this place called Dunge River, which is basically a waterfall that people can climb that has like a torrent of water gushing on the top and along a side of the rocks. So right? slippery rocks. It's slippery as hell, dog. So we did sign waivers, though. We signed waivers. And uh, it's a really historical spot in Ocho Rios, Jamaica. If you want to know more, GTS, Google that shit because I'm not going over that. But they do give you a tour guide. The tour guide guides you along. The water's gushing really, really fast. But if you miss your step, though, you can fall. You know what I'm saying? You usually go in teams. And so everybody's holding hands like you're holding hands with the person in front and behind you. So it's a big line of people. So if you're about to fall, you can kind of play tug of war to pull the person up or you just times- pull everybody down. Uh, but there's more people. I mean, you're just one. Well, I guess if you're like a 300 pounder. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, if you're a 300, I'm I'm a buck. I'm a buck 42. Because nobody's gonna 45. be expecting like like to brace themselves to actually because you're already trying to balance yourself and not slip. Right. And then right. you're not expecting to now take on the load of a 300 pound man falling. That's true. I didn't have to worry about that because I'm not a 300. And is it to their so death or like is it? No, no, no. It's not to your death. You just um. The the I guess the worst thing I could because you're they have uh they have the rocks they have the gushing water I guess you could fall down on a rock and 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 go down the little waterfall it's not like a waterfall that's it's not Niagara picturesque Falls. how you see it like Niagara Falls where you go off the cliff and you're gonna fall 180 feet into this water that's falling on top of you it's not like that so how far it's kind of like fall? uh I mean when you fall you just point. fall down on you it, it's a thousand feet climb but you wouldn't fall down the whole thousand foot area you would fall until you bumped into some rocks that would stop you so it's just really rocky so if you fail you would hit yourself on some rocks it would hurt you might travel down a couple rocks but you wouldn't fall down the whole thing okay so you'll be straight but the point is you could twist an ankle you could hurt your knees you could knock your teeth out if you fail face first. Uh, you could really hurt yourself. Do they force thing. you to wear any special kind of shoes? Or They do. They tell you that it's highly recommended that you wear water shoes. They tell you that before you go. They tell you that while you're there. They give you the opportunity to buy them. The people who work there, though, the tour guides, they don't wear any shoes. So they probably I mean, they do it every day. Yeah. yeah, they're barefoot. Yeah. They're barefoot. But it is. There's some slippery spots. Luckily, since it's, they said since people go on it every day. Uh, moss doesn't grow, but if right, moss grew right. on the rocks, it'd be even worse. Yeah. But I felt like the water shoes gave me a lot of traction, bro. But there were some spots even the water shoe didn't help. It was just slippery. It just was what it was. Uh, we also went to this place, Rick's Cafe, which is a public bar and a restaurant in, in the grill, Jamaica. You want to know more about Rick's Cafe, GTS? Um, I thought that place would be super touristy. It's like a it's a restaurant and it's a it's an open bar basically, and uh, the food there was super super good. Is that the locals place, go there too? Does it is that the place where it kind of has like no walls? It's just like open completely. It's not. Yep, yep. It's open I've, completely. I'm, I've seen that somewhere. I'm, I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, they have they have like a, a a store that you can go into that's that's that has an enclosure. I might have seen that, it. I might have seen it like on a um one of those travel network things or something. Oh okay. So, 
it has a dope sunset it's like off the side of a cliff bro it's like right on the end of a cliff so the sunset is really super dope and they have cliff jumping that you can do where you can jump into the ocean i was gonna say so now, they have, that place i think that's the one that's the one i think i asked you about okay now it. that place you have like a 10 foot jump a 15 foot don't jump, say it's a really high one right a 25 foot jump they have like a 40 to 45 foot yeah. jump and then they have an 85 foot and jump. that's the one where like it, it, it looked like it was locals almost where they do that 80 foot one they be doing like, yeah like the locals you gotta be a pro to do that bro yeah you gotta yeah. be a pro to do that man you definitely got so nobody's like no drunk white dudes just went like yeah it's not cool. not on the high one but the drunk white dudes did get on the 45 to 50 or the 40 to 45 foot one i wonder why not the 80 foot one would they not let I don't you even go know if they, I don't even know if they'll let you go. Like, I don't know if it was just people just scared to do it or, I mean, because all of us was looking at it and all. There was this a guy is, who dove from it. This is the spot where, where like, they're jumping from, like, the 80-foot one. I mean, it's almost like an exhibition, right? Like, those guys who were jumping from the 80-foot one, I mean, they weren't just, like, jumping and just flailing about they were doing flips and stuff and well the guy that i only saw one guy jump from the 85 foot one and when he jumped he just jumped straight down like torpedo straight down okay not even he went feet first so he literally just jumped off feet first and went straight down into the water okay all right but there was a guy from the 45 foot one who did like this crazy backflip slow motion swan dive where he did a backflip and landed. Like I mean, he could have been in the Olympics. It looked so smooth. So did y'all do any of the jumping? So I did a jump, bro. I did a little jump. Oh, okay. You, did you do the 45? Nah. <laughs> I didn't do the 10 foot. I didn't do the low boy. I did the 15 foot. So I did higher than the lowest. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So Five I feet do, higher. I, I can say, yeah, hey, hey, look. I did higher than the lowest, okay? We ain't got to get into numbers, bro. We ain't got to get into numbers. I jumped off a cliff in Jamaica into the ocean, bro. So was so. that even exciting, jumping from that from that height? Uh, it was exciting because it was scary to do. Your nerves tell you you're an idiot feet. for doing this. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's one thing to jump from a diving board into a swimming pool but this thing is natural rock right. so first of all it's slippery as hell with all these people jumping off of it with water and so you climb up there you know what i'm saying or actually you start off above it so you got to walk downstairs to get to the low one <laughs> you got to walk down so you walk down the stairs to get to the low one and then you're looking at it like yeah this ain't that high this ain't that bad but off the side of it is rock so like if you just go straight down you're gonna hit rocks and hurt yourself you got to jump out into it right and so so you kind of gotta run and jump yeah well no you don't have to run and jump you can stand there and jump but you just can't make sure you jump out yeah yeah you gotta jump out or you can hurt yourself yeah okay and our driver that we had told us that people get hurt at ricks every single day every single day people get hurt now they have to make you sound right no that's what I was going to tell you. That's the scary part. You just go to the side of the cliff and start jumping. Rick's is like, and hey, before, we, we can't help. We, can't, we ain't got shit to do with the uh, cliffs. Like, we don't own the cliffs. I don't know how they get away with that, bro. No waivers or nothing. This place is totally different from America because that establishment in America would be responsible. That place would be roped off, gated off. You got to get a ticket to go through and all kinds of shit, right? right. Well, nah, man. Oh, before they let you jump off the 40-foot one, they want to see you jump off the low boy first. 
They want right. to see you jump. You can't just go straight to the 40 foot one. So there is like a diver lifeguard guy there. Yeah. And so he's sitting there and he's managing who jumps off the 40 foot. And he's the one who gives the go ahead for the 85 foot. So, so I jumped I jumped off into the water. Uh, it was exciting for a quick second. I mean, after I did it, it was nothing. It was like jumping off a 10 foot diving board. It was, it was just a little bit higher. It's not that big of a deal. So you did it a couple times? No, I just did it the one time. Oh, okay. I did it the one time. Uh, and I was contemplating that I want to jump off the 45-foot one. And... Oh, you should have did it for the culture. At least did it for the show. I, sh- I should have. When I go back next time, I will do it. Oh, I'll do it for sure. i do it when I go next time. This time, I was just happy to jump off of one. And like I said, I saw this kid get hurt, bro. Like, okay. he was going to jump with his dad. And he tried to, like, take a step and jump. But he slipped. So he couldn't jump in like he wanted to. He went face first, uh, and like he crashed into the water instead of diving into the water. It was bad. His face was all red. He was a little white kid. He was jacked up, man. He was hurt. Red from just being embarrassed, not really. No, red but. from smacked from crack. Uh, no, he wasn't bleeding, but he 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 smacked the water. Like I had a um in the middle of my forehead, I had a red spot for the way I fell into the water. Dude, just think about this. Water is like concrete if you meet it like level. You're supposed to jump perpendicular into the water. If you go the slightest bit horizontal or go horizontal, you're definitely going to hit the water like you're hitting asphalt. It's like jumping on a concrete. So when I jumped in and I had my little situation where I had the little red mark on my forehead, maybe I wasn't all the way perpendicular. Okay. Yeah, man. So moving right along, last week we had talked about uh, when you're traveling in couples, how you're supposed to make it happen, man. We had some tips and you gave your rendition on what what you would have done differently. Right. So I tried to employ those tactics that we talked about. So, so of course, things went perfectly for you because you were completely prepared. I tried to employ those tactics. I tried to make a plan. I tried to figure out what we're going to do. And it just didn't work. And part of it was due to the dynamic. All right. So there were two other couples. They were made up of my wife's friends. These ladies were from my wife's high school. So you and I both know them. Uh, one has gotten married. The other one brought her boyfriend along. All right. Uh, for the one that brought the boyfriend along, it's pretty dope. Their relationship is pretty fresh. So kudos to him for getting his passport together and helping her get to Jamaica to be with her girlfriends. And uh, on this trip, the three couples he helped her get to Jamaica. Uh, yeah, I mean, they helped each other. He got his passport, and they helped each other get to Jamaica. Okay. He could have been a fuckboy and told her he was going to do what he was going to do, and didn't get his passport up, and <laughs> she could have been stuck. True. Or going by herself. So, kudos to that guy. Now, one of the issues that arose was that when the tickets were purchased or when the whole thing was paid for two of us are staying in one resort one of us is staying in another resort all right now the way this works a beer star has three resorts in a row that are like built right next to each other there are three tiers there's the bottom tier which they call the beaches there's the mid tier which is called the suites and there's the higher tier that's called the grand so i'm gonna call the grand tier three i'm gonna call beaches tier one i'm gonna call suites tier two all right. The fuck out of and here. And so tier. two of us is in the grand, two couples, and one is in tier one, the beaches. Now, 
uh, you get little wristbands, man. When you're on these uh, different, when you're on these different levels, your wristbands are pretty clear to see. The beaches had like blue wristbands, bright blue. The Grand had bright, like pinkish rose gold colored wristbands. And you can go down a tier, but you can't go up a tier. So the couple that was in tier one couldn't come up to our tier. We had to go down to their tier. Fuck out of here, broke boy. <laughs> Yeah, man, they were. That's, that's the tier they was in. They was in the broke boy tier. The broke boy tier. I wouldn't say all yeah. that. Cause look, man, the beaches that lowest tier was nice too. Like if you were just going to Jamaica, it was a nice tier to stay in. But that that third tier is a whole another. It totally is a whole another level. I would say that's the, the tier. That's the tier where they get kidnapped from. <laughs> Probably <laughs> get get <laughs> your uh, kidnapped. Get your kidneys taken and whatnot. Yeah, that's that tier. But uh, so tier one tier. was nice as it looked. There were there were kids there, there were adults there. Tier two, um, it had slightly nicer decor. They had kids there. It was a water park there. It was cool. Tier three, there were no kids allowed. It was only for adults. Uh, you had to be eighteen and up. Uh, and the decor was crazy. You get your own personal butler. Well, the you know your room. You you get your own butler. Yeah, that butler has many people that he serves. It's not like they have three hundred butlers, but. You know, you get your own butler. It was. It was you ain't gotta dope. say that. If it was me, I'd have been like, "Yeah, I had my own butler or whatever." <laughs> my Stunting personal on butler. Stunting yeah. on him, right? And so, but uh, like, did you did you have like the butler like answering the phone for you and stuff? And nah, nah. What happens like, is, hey, geez, hey, geez, come bring me my cell phone. Nah, I didn't. I didn't make him do my work for me. I didn't make him do that. Like. But I did send him to go get some Red Bulls, though. I was like, hey, yo. Hey, yo, dog. Here go a 20. Go give me some Red Bulls and bring them back. You know what I'm talking about? Did that. So $20 to get you some Red Bulls. Yeah, 20 I gave him a, I gave him a dub. I was like, come back with as many Red Bulls as you can get. Because I didn't know what the and cost what was. You like, and what did you, did you flex and be like, and keep the change? Nah, nah, nah. I ain't stunned on him. Because I, I was hoping I had enough money to get more than two. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So he brought back the four Red Bulls and whatnot. And actually, it really didn't go like that. Like, we were stressing over how we was going to make it to the gift shop in time to get the Red Bulls. And the concierge was like, why don't you use your butler? That's what he's here for. And it just so happens, homie was walking up. I was like, yeah, excuse me, sir. You, you mind going ahead and... uh picking up some red bulls for us to go a dub get as many as you can get and so he he was like sure i would be delighted to it's like all right <laughs> so you called your butler sir uh i might have said sir i was very gracious though i was very nice to him Jeez. yeah i was very nice to him man i don't know look man this is the first time i've ever had that kind of service i'm a nice guy already i just couldn't tell him like hey yo dog hey check this out i need about four red bulls Get up off your ass and go down there and pick up what I need. Like, I couldn't talk to him like that. Like, go get me some Red Bulls, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't even talk to homie like that, dog. I'm I'm just way too nice. I wasn't even ready for the level of service that they provide. Like, they didn't want me carrying my bags to my room. I was like, no, dog, it's a backpack. I got it. It's on my back already. I came in here with it. I get it. They get offended about that shit. Like, they kind of get upset and get aggressive when they... Like when you carry your own bags, they'd be like, nah, this is what we do. <laughs> right, right. They get mad about that. And I'm thinking to myself, nah, dog, you got enough bags to get. Don't worry, man. It's just on my back. It's not a big deal. He was like, you're on vacation. The bags are my responsibility. Here, let me help you out of the book bag. And so I was like, all right, man, if you say so. So they went above and beyond, man. That resort was super dope. 
So anyway, back to the story. We're already at a bad start, right? Because two couples is in one uh, resort. The other couple is in another resort. And that couple can't even access to our resort. So the only way for us to meet up, if we want to meet up in a trio of couples, is if we go to tier one. And so we did that. To the kidnapper tier. To the kidnapper tier. To the missing the kidney tier, right? And so we did that. And we spent two days basically going down to that tier and hanging out there. And I knew more about that tier than I knew about my own tier. I didn't. I hadn't been in my pool yet. I haven't been on my part of the beach yet. By the way, the nicer part of the, like, as you go up the tier, the beach gets nicer. Like with the stuff that they have there, you can you can get a catamaran. You can get yourself a a, a kayak. You know, you can do windsurfing. You can do all kinds of events. But I don't think they had that at the first tier. But anyway. So we spent two days at that tier, man, and that How was long pretty. Is this beach, like, can you be at the first tier and you like on the beach and you look down and you see motherfuckers like sky surfing and shit, like, yeah. What what is the like? Is it is it that far or that um, close? Um, beach wise, I say it's about a football field. It's about a hundred yards, about a hundred to two hundred yards. That's it. Yeah. So you're like, how did they section it off? How did they make sure you don't? Floating to like the 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 broke boy water or whatever. <laughs> the broke boys don't broke it, like float to your water. Like, you know what? They... To be honest, I don't even know like how they separate those. Like when I was on our side of the beach, like I didn't go to the beach on their side. So when I was on our side of the beach, I stayed closer. You know, I I didn't I didn't I wasn't even paying attention to how they separate that out. I know they're very strict about walking into the resort from another tier. Like they're paying attention to wristbands. They're like, "Yo, you 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 can't come in here. You got to go back to that other tier." But I don't know how they do it on the beach and how strict they are. So they they impl- uh, they implemented like a class system. Yeah, this place. definitely. They have a class system. I mean, you do pay you do pay more at the higher resort than you do at the other resort. So they're making sure that the amenities that you receive. I mean, as little as little as it sounds, in tier one when we were down there, they had like. The well liquors, like they had the bottom, the bottom of the barrel uh, alcohols. You know, they had the vodka that I didn't know the name of. But it, in the grand tier, they had Belvedere, they had Grey Goose, they had Ciroc, they had the real deal top shelf stuff. Let's say well liquors. Like, what the hell are you talking about? I didn't even know what that meant. So yeah, so you got. Like, I'm thinking like a well, like W H A L E. No, 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 well, like the bottom of the the bottom of the well. Uh-huh. Yeah, W E. Is that bad? I don't. I don't know. Okay, yeah, that that's a term. That's a term. So you got the top shelf, and you got the the well. So the well is the bottom, the bottom tier, and the top shelf is the good shit. Okay. When you're drinking alcohol. So when you're at the, the bottom, t- shit get you fucked up though. Still. Yeah, it get you fucked up, right? It get you sick. Because <laughs> it's not distilled, prop. You know what I'm saying? It's not distilled all them times. Like that 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 nine dollar bottle of Smirnoff. It's a big difference from spending your money and getting you a good vodka. So I don't get it. So, I mean, everybody's there. I mean, this isn't like anybody can just go to the to this place. You're right, because they have so, a gate So guard. even the bottom level. They have a like, gate guard they give to you get the- onto the premises to even get to all three of the resorts that are right well, next to Well, I mean, I mean, as far as like if you're uh, an American going on vacation, uh-huh. like you got to be doing decent to be able to go to this this place right 
So why are they treating people like second class citizens? I don't think that like, they're like treating why they giving you old English at the fucking bottom tier. <laughs> like you like you don't deserve a fucking vacation too. Like, no, no, nah, no. Yeah, you ain't paying no motherfucking money. So like I said, it's an all inclusive spot, okay? And when you pay it into the bottom tier, you paid it at a discounted price in comparison to the top tier. So you're not gonna get a butler. And you're not gonna get the top level alcohol at your all inclusive because you didn't pay for that. And I mean, Ciroc, that ain't that damn high. Like, you can just go to the gas station and grab Ciroc nowadays. Yeah, I mean, when we say, when, when you say top shelf alcohol, you're saying like once you start paying $25 for a fifth, you know. Or, or could you or could you do that? Could you do like, 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 could you go to just like a gas station, like off the. Oh, yeah, you can buy your own. Go buy stuff? Yeah, you can go buy stuff and bring it back if you want. Yeah. You can definitely go off the resort if you like, but the resort had everything that you needed there on the resort. <laughs> So if you were single, could you bring back a woman? Like, could you go on back pages Jamaica and bring back a woman? You know what? Or I Jamaica. I don't know how that would work. Like, you can say I got a room here, and maybe you can bring her into the gate, or you guys can catch a cab and get into the gate. But when you try to bring her into the grand, I I guess I could say this is my guest and say like, "Yo, homegirls with me." I'm trying to smash. Like, you gonna cock block me? Like, I'm, I'm on vacation. Like, what the hell are y'all talking about? Yeah, like, maybe I can't bring. Maybe Somebody I would have to talk to uh, my butler, O'Neill and Jermaine. Be like, hey, yo, O'Neill, find me a way to sneak old girl in, man. Maybe that's what I would have to do. I, I paid all this money. Why am I having to sneak people in? See, that's weird because, like, if you're trying to have a party, like, I mean, you're on vacation, you might want to have, like, a little house party kind of thing. And you want to invite some people you met at a club off the campus or whatever. Yeah. Why can't you invite those people into? Oh, your room and turn up. By the way, by the way. So if you were at like, and I don't know if it changes if you're in the middle tier, but if you're on tier one and you try to get into tier uh, three, you can buy a day pass for one hundred fifteen dollars. So you can spend one hundred fifteen dollars. Oh, and you're saying in the medium, like it might be only like seventy five. Right. Right. Or Or if you were if you were in tier two and you were trying to go to tier three, you might only have to pay 40 bucks or something. Right, right, right. So yeah, so there's a so there and again there's other amenities that you have at this other tier. So they have like this spa with like all these different types of uh, jacuzzis. They got a sauna. They had this decongestant room where it's like basically a sauna with with Vicks, <laughs> basically in the thing okay. to clear up your sinuses. They had like all kinds of other amenities, and so that's why that one costs more. So I don't think it was more of a class system. I think it was more of Hey man, you can pay to get in this club or you can pay to get in this club. It kind of is. They tell me you can't go into the the rich people water. I mean, that's kind of a class system. No, man. I would say a class system though. You're kind of born into the class system where you don't have control at all. You know what I'm saying? If you would have saved your money up or got a better deal, you could have got yourself into tier three. It's not like you're bred into you have to go into tier one because you got, you know, because this is all yeah, you got. Yeah, but once you're there, but once you're there, they kind of turn it, they nose up to you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't think it's in a negative way. It's just like, yo, you didn't pay to get into this spot, bro. You paid to be over there, so stay over there with your homies. So, all right. Anyway, so that was a problem, and uh, we spent a bunch of time over there in two days, and it could be looked at like, well, why didn't you do more? How come you didn't employ the tactics that you learned from the corporate streets? You and Jaron talked. You should know what to do. You should have planned. And I tried to. 
but again i said there i mean it was a uh it was some other situations that made it not so easy you know what i'm saying the dynamic was different and part of that dynamic was it's my wife's friend so my wife's friend flew all the way out from St. Louis, who she doesn't see all the time, and she's out in Jamaica. She wants to kick it with her friend while she's there. So we spent a couple of days at that spot. Yeah, but it's also your time and your vacation as well. So what am I supposed to do? So, Was I supposed to be like, nah, fuck that shit. I ain't I ain't going down to that that uh that raper man tier. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. not going down to that tier where they'll take your kidneys out. I'm standing my yeah, tier actually, through my butt. You, you could have. You could have said that. Like me and Jermaine and uh, O'Neal, we about to kick it up here. I'm going to go down there to that brown waters here. <laughs> we just go to chill. We go to smoke. And I mean, we good up here. That's what I would have did. And I mean, like, I'm just saying just in uh, as far as being considerate of everybody like you shouldn't have to your time shouldn't be dominated by the couple stuff or having to appease like you know like I understand that um, her friends are there I mean or that's your decision I mean if you if you decide that like, that's what you're gonna do like you're gonna go ahead and defer to whatever your wife wants to do well that's your decision you gotta live with it right right you can't come back and complain about it that's true that's true and I'm not complaining about it I'm just bringing back to report how how I did I thought I was gonna do a lot better and you know what I knew it was gonna go this way when we even bought the tickets and whatnot when we bought ourselves in because from day one they were saying that they were gonna stay at the lower level tier because they didn't have enough money to pay into tier three so I told her I was like yo you know we're gonna be at that tier we're gonna be over at the beaches you know we are we might as well get rooms there too He's like, uh-uh, no, we not. That's what I was just thinking. That's what I was just thinking. Like, why didn't you just get the lower tier? Room? Exactly. So I would have had more money to blow. I really would have balled out. I wouldn't have had no butler, but we would have went crazy on there. We might even went to the strip club while we was out there. If I would have did that. kicked your ass out. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have came back and be like, your stuff would have been out. And be like, yeah, I heard you wanted to downgrade rooms. Well, right. Get the fuck out of here. Right. They'd be like, yo, get your own bags. Tell them people from the beaches, come get your bags. I ain't touching them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. So uh, I was telling her, man, we, we could have just stayed where they stayed. But she was like, nah, I mean, if, I mean, we can we can chill out with them, you know, a day or so. We can chill out with them a little bit, but they're going to be doing their thing. We're going to be doing our thing. But I mean, once they, once they got face to face, she wanted to be with her friend, man. So I wasn't going to be the deadbeat. But I did give her the old, I told you so. I had to. I couldn't let her let that by, though. I told you we was going to be over there for two days. She's like, yeah, yeah, you're right. I understand. It's like, yeah, after two days being wasted, you know what I'm saying? After two days and however, whatever the cost difference is. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So we were in a pool. It was cool. Uh, another issue is that okay what's they pool what's they pool like what's the bottom of the pool all rough and no dog I'm t- it. it was a nice spot dog like I'm not they had like a people- slide at least or something fun about the pool yeah the pool was it interesting they had like a kitty section and all that or yeah the pool was nice dog like if you go there and you stay at the beer star beaches the pool is nice you coming from out of town or out the country and you want somewhere nice to stay it's a really really nice resort it's just that I'm talking I'm talking about the, I'm talking about the, the kidnapper pool that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about yeah, the kidnapper pool. pool. It's cool. really, really. It's oh, not right. like it's run down or it's dirty. It's not like that. It's just not 
it's it's not it's just not as dope it just it doesn't have the same amenities and it doesn't have the same decor it doesn't have the same landscaping it's just it's just it a little didn't different. have like a grotto and like naked chicks and stuff and have all that no nah, i didn't have all that but the pool facility was nice it was clean it was kept up to the same standard it just didn't have all the swanky stuff that's it Man, it sounds like Jeremy Wabash would have been better. <laughs> nah, dog, it was killing Wabash, dog. It was killing it. So, another issue that we had is that uh, we didn't do any excursions with that couple. Um, so, the two couples that stayed at the Grand, we did excursions together. But the couple that stayed at the beaches, they didn't stay as long as a stay. They got there a day before us, and they left like uh, a few days earlier than us. Um, but we had time to do excursions, but it seemed like that they much rather would stay in their room and watch TV and stuff. What? Yeah, they would much rather stay. In, that's 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 the that's what I got. Because the two days that we spent there, we did a little bit of time in the pool, then we went back to their room, and we kind of hung out in their room. And I mean, yeah. So, well, I happen to know the girl um, from that couple. Yep. I remember her from high school, and um, if she was anything like she was in high school as far as her looks, I would probably prefer to stay in a room with her, too. <laughs> I get it. And yo, you know what? Maybe that's what it was. They're a fresh couple. You know what I'm saying? They're away. Uh, they're away from kids and all of the responsibilities. Maybe they just wanted to be in the bedroom and bang out. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah, I don't know. There you go. I can't speak for them. But I will say that if you're going to travel with a couple for days... Make sure you guys are sure about what you want. You know what I'm saying? Make sure that you have the same access for everybody, especially if y'all plan to hang out together. I was going to say the top tip that I'm getting from this is if you go on a couple's trip like that, make sure that the couples are equally yoked. Okay, that's fair. You, you, you. Because that's what it's kind of sounding like. I mean, because you're having to go down from your tier three uh, hotel from the top of the mountain to climb down to the bottom dwellers and go into their dirty pools <laughs> and use a little bathrooms without the bidet and that kind of stuff. And yeah, that seems like that's a kind of a downer. So you should have just all either just got the same room or, you know, the same hotel or they shouldn't have came. Yeah, man. And and you know what? To be <laughs> damn, they shouldn't have came though. But you know what? To be quite honest, uh staying at the beaches, it looked like it was cool. I would have if we would have went there first and not even known about the, other one, the other one, we yeah. would have been fine. It would have been a very nice place. We would have had the same type of fun that we had. However, now being at that other one, I don't know if I can go back, dog. Like, I'm gonna have to just make sure I'm saving heavy. Cause every place I go, I want to go to somewhere like that. <laughs> Straight up, it was really nice. But the other thing that I, that I get from this too is that if you're an if you're an outside adventurous person, you want to get out into town, you want to go see the historic spots, the touristy spots. Make sure you're going with a couple that does that as well. While we're talking about equally yoked, because if there's a couple that wants to stay in the confines of their room, and you guys plan on hanging together. One person's gonna want to stay in. The other person's gonna gonna want to go out. That can cause a conflict too. So just make sure you know yeah. who you're going out there with. And so you're not a stay in a room type of person, right? Uh, I'm a kind of half and half. The when I go traveling, I don't like being on a schedule like boom, 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 boom. Every day we have to do something where it turns into a job, right? 
Mm-hmm. So I would like to, on the first day, set up whatever the excursions are. One day we're at the resort and see whatever the amenities they have on the resort. Uh, maybe the next day we go on an excursion somewhere. The day after that, we're at the resort. Or maybe the excursion is just a half day versus a whole day. But I don't like, okay, we're going to go here on Monday. We're going to go here on Tuesday, here on Wednesday, here on Thursday. It turns it into a job, and it's not fun that way. Where you got to wake up at 6 a.m., so you can make sure you get on this on this bus at at eight, and then you're gone until six p.m. You know what I'm saying? Doing that every day for your trip is not fun. I don't think you have to do that every day, but I think it's okay to schedule. You said you say you don't like things being scheduled out. I mean, you could schedule out time to chill. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like like on Tuesday, it could be like, hey, we just gonna chill in the room. True. Mm. True. And and do I don't know if I conveyed it wrong. I might have conveyed it wrong, but that's what I'm saying. I don't. When I was saying I don't like it being scheduled back to back, I don't like scheduling seven seven excursions in our seven yeah. day trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like seven back to back. You know, I don't like. You know, uh, we chill the first two days and then five back to back things to do. I would like it to be spaced evenly so we don't have to wake up early every single day. I just don't want it to turn into a job. Right. The vacation shouldn't be work. Right. Right. Even if you want to go sightseeing and stuff, that sightseeing should be fun. It shouldn't be work. So that's what I meant. So we did do dinner one night with that uh, with the couple. We went to tier one and we went to the Japanese uh, teppanyaki type place like a Benihana where they cook in front of you. Mm -hmm. All right. And so they served our drinks. We placed our orders. Everybody's super nice. The waitress was nice. Chef came out. And then the unthinkable happened. He made a uh, the the choo choo train onion thing. Nah, nah. Oh, no, they did the onion volcano. Yeah, the onion oh, volcano. The onion. Yo, we didn't even get to that yet. He ain't even threw the oil on the grill yet. All he did was bang on the grill with his uh, with, with his, his little spatula. With the spatulas. Yeah, he did the beat. Yeah, exactly. That's all he did. And then. <laughs> So, what would you do if you saw a roach crawl from under the grill and start walking on tabletops like he owned a joint? What would you do? And I'm in Jamaica? Yeah. Well, you're anywhere. I don't care where it is. What would you do? Well, I think it matters depending on where you are. Okay. Like, if it's... It, I mean, again, it, it depends on what the chef does. Okay. So, it depends like on the chef's reaction. It, it's like at this place, like, if he was a boss, he could have made it a part of his show. He was like, oh, my... Uh, so, you met my pet dog or something he could have he could have said something like that nah man i don't know about that dog that's what the elite ones would have did they would just make a joke out of it make a joke out of it so i think i I got the feeling so i was the first one that saw it okay so i'm sitting there and i see it and i'm thinking to myself what the fuck i was like super speechless and so i'm looking at the chef to see what his reaction is going to be just like you said right Mm-hmm. And so I couldn't tell if he didn't see it or if he was trying to play it like he didn't see it so he can play off of our reaction, right? Because if he saw it and made a big deal out of it, then everybody's going to make a big deal. If he saw it and we saw it and we kind of played it off, he could he might have played it off. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I felt like he was waiting on our reaction. So my wife saw it and she gasped. And she she yells out, so y'all y'all gonna act like y'all don't see that. 
And it's so just, she got really hood about it. <laughs> yeah, she got really hood. Right? She went she went yeah, very very classy there, TJ's wife. Yeah, she she went back to she went back to Berkeley, dog. She went back to Berkeley. Y'all going to act like y'all don't see that, right? And so mm, who was that? Who who stink? Nah. <laughs> Somebody stink. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody's looking around like what is she talking about? All right? And so, uh, how big was it? Like, I mean, it wasn't like a big, like water bug, cockroach kind of thing. It was like ones that are in people's houses when you were growing up. You know, it wasn't the baby style. It was, it was an adult one. Just a middle, middle of the road. Yeah, it was a middle of the road one, man. It was a middle of the road. So it's so small. Everybody's like, see what? And she said that roach crawling around. And by this time, the chef saw it, and he goes to grab at it with like the cloth, the napkin that you put over your over your legs. Mm-hmm. He goes to grab at it, and on his first attempt, he missed. And then on the second attempt, he grabbed it, and then he just walked to the back. All right. <laughs> and on his face, you can see this look of disgust like, what am I supposed to do, man? Like, how am I supposed to recover from this? And so by this time, everybody saw it. And like, this is my observation, okay? All the black people that were sitting at the, at the, at the spot, at, at our particular table, at our grill, they got up. And was ready to walk out. And then there was a family of white folk. There were two families of white folk. And they continued to sit there. And so one of the white guys was like, oh, it's just a little more protein. <laughs> he goes he goes to make a joke about it, right? And okay. so the black couples walked outside. They were done, right? That was it. And again... I just did made they, that observation because I thought the, it was diff- I thought it was interesting that difference in opinion. Go ahead. Did you did you speak to like the people at the front like yo we, there was a road here we we about to leave kind of thing or so um, did you announce you're leaving? Nah, we didn't announce it like that. They saw a group of us walking out, and so the staff came out. They were super apologetic. You know what I'm saying? And we we kind of just were outside trying to find out what our next dinner reservation was because we had to make reservations for that and so everything was reservation right. and it was old boy's birthday too it was the the couple that was in tier one it was homie's birthday the boyfriend okay and so we're, tr- so, we're trying to make sure we, go, we we find somewhere to eat for this guy so let's be okay so let's be logical here for a second now first of all let me let me put the disclaimer out I'm definitely afraid of roaches I would freak <laughs> the fuck out yep let's just put that yeah okay but logically now it's not like the place was necessarily infested. Okay. There, there was no signs of that, right? It, it appeared to be a clean it place, It appeared to right? be a clean spot. That is true. So, the exception of a roach being carried in from outside or made it in through the door, or maybe one of y'all had a broader roach from St. Louis or, or you know what? L.A. Or hey, that's you not know? impossible. Maybe, maybe one of y'all, it may be a travel with y'all. Okay. You know, so, unless, I mean, like, yeah, be freaked out. Like I said, I'll be freaked out. It's, it's, it's gross. But logically speaking, it could have definitely been the exception, especially if the place looked very immaculate clean. Okay. So, I would say that the place did look immaculate. We had about mm-hmm. six people come out. The chef came out. The 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 you know a shift manager came out the head manager came out. it was about six different people coming out apologizing 
uh, the management was like, look, man, we or, you know, they said in their language, they didn't say it like, you know, they said it with their dialect. But basically, hey, man, you know, uh, we, we've been fighting this problem for a little while. We apologize that you saw that. Is there anything that we can do? You know what I'm saying? Okay, so so my whole logic thing just got thrown out. Why did you let me say all of that if you just said he's been fighting this for a while? You didn't let me get to it yet. I mean, you. I mean, it's fair for you to go the logical route, and that's fair. But I mean, even going the logical route though, when you see so the place is infested. So never mind. Fuck everything. Well, but else. no, 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 not exactly though, because I didn't know the place was infested. Like him coming out saying that he's been fighting this, I would have. I wouldn't have even guessed it from the look of it. The place looks clean to me. They were just like, damn. Like, here you go. <laughs> yeah, like, so... They deal with this shit every night. <laughs> you know, these motherfuckers always... They can't just stay on the floor. They always want to crawl up on the fucking table. Yeah, duh. Yeah. I mean, that's why that look of disgust was on homie face. And like, that's why... Fuck. It was, it was a look of disgust... Well, like, disgust as in, like, ill, or disgust as in, like... Here we go again. Not the ill, uh, like, this is gross. Because... He's because like, Look at I this. sure as hell wouldn't grab no damn napkin and try to grab at no fucking roach. Uh, he did it like a pro, dog. If, if he would have got it in it one before. swoop, if he would have got it in one swoop, I say that he should go to the Olympics for it. But it took him two. Done, it took him two swipes. He's done it before, so yeah. Yeah, man, that's a problem. And 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 they and they were very very apologetic. And in the end, dog, I ended up feeling bad for the establishment, man, because they appeared to be doing their best. And. As our in our group, it was a unanimous decision that we weren't eating at that place because they clearly had roaches, especially after the management said that they had it. Right. Right. So I'm sure there's places in the world that I've eaten that's had roaches, but I'm not going to volunteer to eat at a place that has roaches, bro. I, I can't those volunteer places, that I reserve this they place. Serve, those places where they serve roaches. Uh, not in America. <laughs> uh, it might be in America. Not in America, bro. I ain't seen it. And again, I'm not volunteering for it. That's all I'm saying. So if they serve roaches, I'm not volunteering to go there. If if it's known to have roaches, I'm not volunteering to go there. I'm just not volunteering. Okay. Now, question for you though: Why do you think the difference in opinion? Like the white family there, the white families. I think there were two families. I don't think they were all together. Why do you think that they were cool and they stayed? Was it the fact that it was more of a logical approach? Well, I mean, you know, it's just a mistake. It's just one. The place looks pretty clean. Why do you think the black couples chose to be like, yo, I'm not eating there? Why do you think that is? It's because of black, this is easy. Because black people are extra. Like, again, you see that roach, like, uh, well, you just said your wife was like, y'all just gonna act like y'all don't see that. <laughs> like, yo, she ain't screaming like that. Y'all gonna act like y'all see these roaches. <laughs> she didn't do that, yo. She was and talking to the, the people wife. at the table. So she didn't startle nobody at the other tables to where it started, you know, mass hysteria or nothing. Black people gonna make a scene. Be like, y'all eat here. I ain't gonna eat here. Y'all gonna eat here with these roaches. Y'all go right ahead. You know what? Is it, is it just about being extra though? Yeah. I was thinking that. <laughs> I think so. I was thinking I think that. white people would look at it and just be like, hmm, that's okay. You know, this is a minor inconvenience. Yeah. But we're just gonna go ahead and enjoy our meal anyway. Yeah. So, you know what I was thinking though? I was thinking this because maybe if you grow up or you've been around people have family members if you've dealt with roaches if you come into contact with roaches as a child right you have the connotation you know your your uh, opinion of them are voiced or built around this place must be nasty 
The only way that you're going to have roaches is if you nasty. And if you nasty, I don't want to be there. But if you grew up around them, why are you acting like this is something brand new to you? Though? Maybe because, I mean, nobody really wants to be around them. Like, have you oh, ever been to not. a place? You ever been to somebody's house and they say they got roaches and it's because of the neighbor? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, it's always the neighbor's before. fault. It's never that family's fault. Like, what right. family you know said the roaches are because of my filth? Uh, I got an aunt who might say that. <laughs> <laughs> she might just come out and just say it, yo. No, nah, I've never been over nobody's house and it was their fault. It was always the neighbors who brought the roaches in and the ro- roaches are going through the walls. It's never anybody's fault. So even if you, I mean, I'm saying that most black people who come from those humble beginnings, they at least have a family member who's had roaches. Right, and so you come. Your perspective of it is that it's nasty, it's filthy. I came away from that. I don't want to be around it. I don't think it's just being extra. I think it's that the way you came in contact with them, you don't want nothing to do with them when you get older, and you feel like I'm too clean for that. Whereas maybe maybe those white families though, maybe they were like, ah, it's just it's just a it's just a cockroach, it's just an insect or whatever the hell it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I guess it could be looked at like that. Like if it was a, a fly that flew around, right? Exactly. Run out of there. That's what I was thinking. And if I saw a fly land on the table, I wouldn't freak out. I know that flies come around. It happens. You know, you let them in. They're gonna fly around and try to find something to eat. If they land on my yeah. food, I'm not gonna eat it though. But people accept flies more than they accept roaches. It's just not acceptable, especially right. in the black community. So in the end. We found some other place to eat that night. I was able to use that as a reason to complain. And I took that complaint and I took it to the grand. I was like, yo, it's homie birthday. Is there any way I can get my friends from this tier to have dinner with us in the grand? And they granted that the next day. So. So top tip from this. The the moral of the story from this story is don't go to Jamaica to get Chinaman. <laughs> You can, you can. Def- like, who does that? Like, why would y'all even go to like y'all in Jamaica? No, it wasn't. Y'all it wasn't at Benny Honda's. It wasn't my choice. Like, you supposed to be getting Jamaican food. No, it wasn't my. Like they said, old girl set up old boy's birthday reservation, and then she said it was gonna be at the Japanese spot. Which does she to be know the that Benihana does she spot. does she know that there's a Kobe Steakhouse right around the corner from our house <laughs> up here? I don't know, dog. She you don't got to go all the way to Jamaica. Wants. You don't got to go to. You don't have to go all the way to Jamaica to go to the Chinaman. Maybe they make the it same. better. Maybe she was hoping the they same. made it better. It's never better. <laughs> it's all the same. Like I could have told you what his whole little uh, performance was right. going to be. Like he he did his 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 beat. You know when he first comes out. Right. Then he pulls out the onions. Yep. And pours the oil in there. Wait, wait, wait. He plays. With, he. Oh yeah, yeah. He does the oil first. You're right. The oil is first. It makes the it makes the volcano fire, right? Oh, makes some little stupid thing about choo choo train, right? Yep, yep. And then uh, hold on, you got to throw the egg in the pocket and catch the egg in oh, the yeah. hat, and then you got to throw the egg up pieces. Yep, you got to catch it right on the spatula so it cracks right there, right? right? You got to. Oh that yeah, one. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he throws the shrimp in all y'all mouth, and we would have threw a roach in your mouth. That would have been, <laughs> been bad, bro. But yeah, he he tosses the the shrimp pieces into into everybody's mouth or whatever. You know, it's it's the same damn thing every at, time. 
every time, every time, everywhere. It is. It is. So, again, I was able to argue our way into make, making that complaint and saying how unpleased I was and if they can do anything to get my homies into the Grand. And then we had Jamaican food and it was pretty good. We we had the Jamaican food restaurant at the Grand. And then like you should have done in the first place. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, obviously you couldn't go to the uh, as far as going to get Jamaican food is what right, I mean. Right. I think you're right about that. So that was that. Um, they ended up leaving and uh, we had a good time. Overall, the moral of the story is make sure you plan that as well as you can. Now, next thing, Jamaican dollar, dog. The Jamaican dollar to the U.S. dollar, dog. Guess how much if I had one Jamaican dollar, how many U.S. dollars is worth? What, like 10? No, one Jamaican dollar to U.S. dollars. So if I brought oh. a Jamaican dollar here, how much is it worth when I go turn it in? Oh, how much is this here? Yeah. Like probably the 10, like 10 to 20 cent or something maybe? It's worth point zero zero seven seven cents. It's not even worth a penny. Wow. Bro. So if you go to Jamaica with a $20 bill, you can get 2,594 Jamaican dollars. Wait a minute. And so how much would like the... So, so like is jerk chicken like three hundred dollars or yeah. is it Yeah. It is three hundred dollars. Yeah. In Jamaican money. Okay. It's it's expensive. So uh one Jamaican dollar or excuse me, one US dollar is hundred and thirty Jamaican dollars, basically. That's how that works. So when you say like you can spend like if you're in the bottom tier, you could get the day pass for hundred and fifty dollars. Is that US or Jamaican? Everything's in US dollars that I'm talking. Oh, okay. Yeah, because they, they show you the Jamaican dollars and they show you the U.S. dollars. Most spots that we went to, they took U.S. dollars because it was pretty touristy. But if you okay. go, if you go into the street street, if you go into the street streets, um, they might have only accepted Jamaican dollars. Like one right. of the shops inside of the inside of the uh, resort only gave change in Jamaican dollars. They didn't give U.S. dollars change. So like, I went to go buy some Red Bulls. And it was, uh, let me see, I gave him a 10 and it was $8 and they gave me uh, $250 Jamaican dollars back, which is just wow. like $2. <laughs> so you would think that the value of money being that way, that the prices would be cheaper, right? I don't understand how that happens. Like, why don't they just change the shit? I guess it's all about that. For government. it to make sense. Like, it don't make sense for you to go and spend $400 or a can of Red Bull. No, it's it sounds like that to you because you're in the U.S. But in them, 400 Jamaican dollars is, is you know. It, I'm saying, though, like, it's 400 Jamaican dollars. Like, 20 Jamaican dollars don't get you shit. Nah. Anywhere. It, it's all about perception. You can't, you, you can't even get a, a, a pack of gum with 20 Jamaican dollars. Right. Right. So I'm saying that you need, doesn't. You need 130 Jamaican dollars to get that dollar pack of gum. That's what I'm saying. Just balance the. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, it's all about perception. You think that because it's 100, it's supposed to mean a lot, but for them, 100 don't mean much. You 100 know? is a lot of in anywhere you go. Like to count to 100, you still got to count to 100. Well, well, the thing it takes is, you, though, it takes them as long as to count to 100 as it does us. I didn't see any. So like, they, did, I didn't see any like one dollar, two dollar, five dollar. I just saw fifties and hundreds. I was gonna say, do they have like two thousand dollar bills? I guess I guess the they have a thousand dollar bill. They do have a thousand dollar bill. But I read that. Yeah. I didn't see that because I didn't deal much in Jamaican money. 
but I would think that the prices would be cheaper. But the the costs are American, bro. Like everything's Americanized. Like when you go buy stuff, it's the same amount. It's the same cost that you would see in America. Like it's the okay. same cost you would see in St. Louis. When I was out in town, we went to this spot in the Grill where they got these beautiful white sand beaches. I got a red stripe, which is Jamaican beer, and it cost me two American dollars, which means it would have cost me uh, two hundred and sixty Jamaican Jamaican dollars. Is what it would have cost me. Now, if I was back in St. Louis somewhere and I went to a hole in the wall bar, I can get a beer for two dollars. I could do that. But what is the minimum wage in, out there in Missouri? I think our minimum wage is national, right? It's a national thing, isn't it? Yeah, they have a federal and a state, I think. Okay. Well, I think, what is it, like $9 now? Nah, it's like 7 7 I don't know. I think in Cali it's like $11 now. I, I kind of don't want to know. <laughs> right. Well, dog, their minimum wage is $1.20 U.S. dollars. Okay. So their costs are expensive, but their wages are really, really low, bro. So right. for this reason, you see people hustling. When we was when we was riding, we saw kids outside in the middle of the street offering to wash windows, literally on the lines, you know, the the dotted white lines, to, to let you know traffic's going the same direction. Mm-hmm. Kids mm-hmm. are standing on those lines, mm-hmm. like you catch the wrong driver, they gonna get hit. And so they had their little squeegees and stuff up. They were offering to wash windows. Men were out there selling fruit. You know what I'm saying? Because apparently Jamaicans don't believe in laziness. They're going to get it any way they need to. And I don't think they have a a welfare system, bro. So I don't think you can just go on food stamps and chill at the crib and wait wait for people to, you know, wait for their tax budget to take care of you. I don't think they have I think most places, uh, I doubt most places have that system. So, in other words, you got to do what you got to do, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. All right? And when you go out there, people know you're not from there. They can tell by the way you look, by the way you dress, and by your accent. And by the way, they dress pretty fly, too. It's not like, I mean, they dress very Americanized. Like, the the distressed jeans are pretty hot out there, too. The jeans with the rips in them and shit. Yeah, I went to uh, this place, Patois, this this weekend, and I wore my distressed jeans. Okay. And Sarah asked me why. I was like, because this is what Jamaicans do. <laughs> That's why. I actually knew that. I mean, like, yeah, I just knew that. Oh, you and serious? You di- I thought you. I thought yeah. you was fucking around. No, I'm dead serious. Yeah, I'm dead serious. And uh, and then like, if you go into a Dominican place, wear your white jeans. Okay. No, I didn't know that. Because Dominicans wear white jeans. Okay. Well, they 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 know how to dress out there. They dress very Americanized. Uh, very hip hop culture like they're very in tune with hip hop culture too so if you go to Jamaica just want to let you know and the fact is they can tell you're not from there if they're trying to sell you stuff in the street like you go to countries and they try to sell you shit that's just what they do okay you go to Mexico but in Jamaica it's different once you touch it once you have it in your possession it's yours. yours It's not you break, you buy, you touch, you buy. You touch, you buy. So if they got a bracelet, they you let them put it on your arm, it's yours. They want money for it. If 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 it's a hat and you grab the hat to try it on, it's yours. So the drivers told us this. And while we're on the beach, don't people don't take anything on. Don't take yeah, don't take it. You just tell them. Uh, you tell them respect. They say respect a lot, and respect means like you know, thank you, but no thank you. It's cool and all, but. No, thank you. Or respect means I respect what you got going. You know what I'm saying? So does that shut them down immediately, or do they try to come back with a rebuttal when you say respect? Uh, 
for the people that are being nice, that will shut them down immediately. But the people who are really trying hard to be salesmen, I mean, salesmen anywhere you go are going to try to sell. So you can tell Do the them salesmen. Kids. Them kids who were running up to the door with the guns, tapping on your window, did they? Did you, you say respect to them and nah, they just stopped? No, we, we, we weren't in the hoods of Kingston, bro. We weren't there. Like What? Nah, we weren't in the hoods of Kingston. Dog, it's like any hood. You don't go where you don't know, dog. If you ain't got Dog, have you listened to our ep- episode of, uh, what is it? Uh, Cornbread, what is it? Uh, skinny Jeans? No, not Skinny Jeans, Cornbread 12s. The Cornbread 12s episode. We talked about, dog, if you're not from somewhere, you got to have a tour guide. So right. I didn't have the proper tour guides to go in the hoods of Kingston. So I wasn't there. Where we were, it was pretty safe. Jermaine and O'Neal couldn't? I probably could have hollered at them. I didn't ask them. They were working. They were working, bro. <laughs> so, they work for you, dog. You should have had them take you. Nah, they worked the whole floor, bro. They're not my personal butler just for me. I right? told you you're supposed to stunt with them. <laughs> you should have took pictures with them and shit. <laughs> You're like yeah he lived downstairs and he only come in my call you know what I'm saying I would have been like you know what I'm saying like you've been on Instagram like yeah I'm just here with my butler O'Neal you know got my own personal butler or whatever duh I don't That's know that sounds doing. degrading to me though duh like I'm taking video with him like yo he worked for me yo like, Man, you don't care about that shit on Instagram. Um, this is all about stunting, dog. That's, why my, that's why my Instagram is whack, I guess. And stuff. Yeah, that's why yeah, my Instagram is, is whack. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, man. So, anyway, I'm doing good, dog. I'm turning down everybody. Like, respect. Yeah, man. No thank you. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm throwing out my key words and shit. So, this one dude hit me with a curveball, all right? Homie was like, yo, I got this fruit. It's good. Here you go. And I'm like, nah, man, I'm good. No, thank you. It's like, look, it's really, really good. You need to try this fruit. And I'm like, nah, man, I, I don't want to buy it. And it's like, look, look, all right, look, I'm not going to charge you for it. Here, taste this fruit. And it was pineapple. That's my favorite. So I'm like, all right, he ain't going to charge me for it. I stuck my hand out. I ate the piece of fruit. He's like, all right, that'd be $2. I was like, what? He was like, yeah, you, you had the fruit, man. It's yours now. You might as well you might as well buy the whole bag. I'm like, look, man, I don't want a bag of fruit. I don't need a bag of fruit. You told me you weren't going to charge me for it. He was like, that'd be $2. You ate my fruit. You owe me $2. I was like, well, look, I'll give you a dollar for that piece of fruit. I'll give you $1. He's like, no, no, take the whole bag. You had it. So I'm reaching in my bag to get a dollar. I look. I'm like, fuck, I don't have any more dollars. All I got is a five. So I'm like. Look, man, and I'm not finna give him a five. I'm not finna give him five dollars for a slice of pineapple, bro. I'm like, look, man, do you have any change? He's like, yeah, I have change. What do you have? I have American <laughs> money. I have change. You have to run off on the plugs. What are you about to do? So I'm like, all right. Well, here I got five dollars. Do you have change? He was like, yeah, I got change. I'm like, all right, let me see it. So he opened up his wallet. He got Jamaican money. He got American money, right? And so. I got my money out. I got my $5 out of my bag. And he's grabbing. I was like, no, no, same time. He was like, come on, man. I'm not going to run off with you. And he's an older guy. So, and I, I've been in the gym. I know I can outrun this fool. So I'm like, all right, fine. And we, and we got to come off at this standoff some kind of way. So I hand him the $5. And he told me he's going to give me American money, right? He's like, all right. So now that he got my $5 in his hand, he's like, all right, I give you Jamaican money as chance. I was like, man, I don't want no Jamaican money. You told me he was giving me American money. Give me my money. And so he's like, all right, all right, man, here, here. And he was like, he was like, here, I, I give you, I give you $3 change. It's like, no, I told you I was going to pay you a dollar. I want $4 change. And by this time, I'm like, you know what? You know what? Just give me the $3. You got it, man. He's like, all right, all right. 
thank you, thank you. And then he walks off. He gave me my change. And he Easy walks off. money. He knew you was gonna do that too. <laughs> so dog, he knew, he knew if he if he played dumb enough, and he kept just doing that. Dog, you know, no, shit, that isn't even playing dumb. That's like. I want to say that's savvy, but it was lying, though, because he lied that's to me. That's a hustle. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, he hit me with the curveball, dog, because I'm telling everybody no. Everybody's like, come on, man. He's like, like one of the dudes is like, share the love, man, or share the love, man. <laughs> He's like, share the mm-hmm. love. Support me. Support me in what I'm trying to do. I'm like, look, man, no thank you. What, you got a big type, too? What did we talk dog, about? He told me to support him, dog. I was like, nah, dog, I'm good. I'm good. Respect. And so, but that one dude was like, here, I'll let you taste it. I won't charge you. And uh, I, I took the bait like a dumbass, bro. I ate the dude's, wow. I ate the dude's pineapple, man. And uh, So why didn't you take the whole $2 worth? Like since you paid him. Well, I paid him and he handed it to me. So I took it, but I, I didn't want it. Although the fruit was good, but it just dawned on me. Like I'm buying this fruit from this guy. I don't know how good he washed his hands. Like I don't know where it came from, you know. I'm sure, you know what I'm saying. Wait a minute, he does. He just hands you a slice of pineapple. No, he had him in bags. Hands? He he's walking around with bags of fresh fruit, and he has oh, different okay. fruits. And so he told me that it was fresh and yada yada yada. So once I tasted the one, I was like, man, I shouldn't even ate that one. You know what I'm saying? I don't know where he came from. I don't know if this man washed his hands or what he do. I, I trusted the fruit, but I didn't. I didn't know what his practices were like. I'm thinking too much about it, you know what I'm saying? And so when he told me, he told me that I owe him that money. I was like, "Yo, I'll give you, I'll give you a dollar, dog, and I just, I pay you a dollar for that fruit. You can sell the rest to somebody else." He wanted to give me the bag. He really wanted the two dollars. And so since yeah, I didn't so, have the change, and he was stumbling around, I was like, "Dude, just keep the two dollars. Give me my three dollars so, back." So how large of a bag was it? Was it like a, um, like a sandwich bag or? Um, it was like a sandwich bag, but it's only like five pieces of pineapple in there okay it's only like five pieces in there man so it was expensive so pineapple so pineapple is two dollars for a few pieces yeah how much would how much would like a bag of weed be oh so there's a whole bunch of weed offered bro we're in jamaica so apparently weed is decriminalized under two ounces so if you're walking around with less than two ounces they might pick you up but you're not a criminal they won't put it on your record or nothing because you ain't supposed to be selling and you can have a certain amount of plants in your house. It's kind of like how California is and in Colorado. I think it's in Colorado or Denver. Yeah. Colorado. Yeah. Colorado is completely. Yeah. So um, they have the certain number of plants you can have and how much you can have on your person and all that. They have those kind of rules. But dog, they were selling it all crazy. So the drivers are trying to sell it to you. Our driver didn't. But the drivers are trying to sell it to you. And I don't even know the price, the going prices for how many grams and all that stuff. I don't know that, but they were offering for forty dollars. But in like on the beaches though, they were they was it was like on they were starting stick. off for forty dollars. Yeah, they, the the driver was. American. Yeah, forty dollars American. Yeah. Oh, so it was just like normal prices then. It was like normal prices, and uh, he, he had uh, like assuming a, assuming he wasn't giving you like a shitload though. But I'm assuming no, he no he was giving a, a nice amount. It was like a hunk. He took off his steering wheel. And he, his steering wheel was hollowed out. Were your airbags supposed to be? That's where he was keeping right. his weed. <laughs> so he get in an accident, his his steering wheel going to pop open and shoot weed at his it's face? It's going to shoot weed at his face. Now. <laughs> That's all it's going to do. In his Toyota. You know what I'm saying? But on the beaches, though, they had it, the way that they had it was, uh, they had it like on a stick. And they were offering you this great big amount for $5. They were offering it for cheap. 
Okay. So, but I didn't buy any though. Nah. So I don't. Not living, man. I don't have. I don't have no. Uh, I don't have no crazy stories about that. <laughs> so yeah, man. All I gotta say is, man, I really, really enjoyed my trip. One of the things that I enjoyed is uh, how black the place was. It was a lot of black people there. And uh, it was different because being in California, California is really diverse. So you see all races. But I mean, other places you go, it's a lot of white faces and a few black faces. When I'm at work, yeah. it's only like four black people in my building. You know what I'm saying? So going to this country where it was a majority black people and maybe one or two white people was an interesting sight. Yeah, it it kind of sounds like you uh, it was, you had a similar experience like to me like when I went to Memphis because it was just all black people so, <laughs> right right you probably could have saved a few, couple thousand dollars and just went to Memphis you would ah. have the same experience Memphis and May yeah you, I probably could have did that and people if you travel to, to Jamaica just know that these people are giving you the very best service because they don't want to be unemployed because there's people waiting to take their job their unemployment rate is super high so they're going to give you their very best alright and that's why he's offended that you were trying to carry your own bag. Yeah, exactly. He's like, fool, you trying to put me out of work? <laughs> exactly. Ninja, you trying to put me out of work? Exactly. And since they're giving you their best possible service, just make sure you're tipping them out of some appreciation, man. Because as beautiful as it is to us, they could be making like $3 an hour, man. And they still got American prices. It's hard. Like houses are still 38000 American dollars there, which is like, I like, hundreds of thousands of <laughs> hundreds of thousands Jamaican dollars I think 38,000 is like a million Jamaican dollars or something I was gonna say probably like a million yeah, it's like so a you could have got dollars. one of them beach, one of them beach houses and just bought out you can move to Jamaica and just I mean like they rich. but they have houses that are like $200,000 American yeah. dollars that is yeah. so their prices are still like American prices but they getting paid like $3 an hour man so just make sure you go and tip I took I took one specifically for tipping and so okay. I made sure that I did that. You know what I'm saying? So all in all, I love Jamaica. It's a dope trip. Everybody should go. Now, since we're talking about the fact that uh, I, I experienced a place where there was a lot of black folk and not that many white folk and white people. So did I. White I'm people nervous. probably had that same experience. Apparently, some happened to our old boy LeBron. You know what I'm saying? Speaking of feeling at home, I heard LeBron's home was vandalized. You know what happened with that, Jerry? Yeah, I know a little bit. Basically, um, what was this on Thursday? Yeah, it was right before the game, right? Yep. It was Thursday, and he woke up in a house that wasn't his house in Los Angeles, the one that got vandalized. So this is his second home or some shit. Okay. That's in in California, and um, someone apparently put the da 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 the N word. On his gate. Dun, dun, dun. Nigger. <laughs> <laughs> like, why do people think that's, like, still going to bother somebody? Yeah, why do people even think that that's still a thing, bro? Like, what does that like, even that's gonna mean scare, like, 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 that's going to scare him away or make him not want to live there or some shit. Now, what does that know. even mean? I don't, I don't know. I mean, you know, I guess it's... Well, of course, they wouldn't say it to his face. But I don't know what reaction they expect to get out of him 
from that. Other than the fact he's got to have somebody clean it up, right? Because you spray painted it. And they had it. They had it cleaned. They had it cleaned so fast that there's not even any pictures of the shit anywhere, is it? I haven't seen it. Yeah, I don't even think they even got the pictures. It's just a black gate. They just show like the news was just showing pictures of a black gate. Like so, they probably <laughs> painted it in white, and then like maybe maybe LeBron James is his his equivalent of Jermaine and O'Neal. They walked out, they walked out, just sprayed it black and just kept it moving. Right, right. Like, it, you never even saw it. Yeah, so, it just got reported because it was LeBron James. Exactly. So when I first heard about that th- that morning. I was thinking, is this some kind of conspiracy? Like, I was going to call you, but I knew you was in Jamaica, probably sleep still. And uh, I was like, now, TJ's a conspiracy theorist. Is this a conspiracy that's happening right now? Conspiracy for what, like, though? Like, to make a story. Like, you know, Jordan had the flu game. Ah. You know what I'm saying? So he can overcome. <laughs> yeah, is this something for him to overcome? Like, now LeBron James got called the N-word and he's been a victim of racism but now he's about to win the championship like he ain't won well it didn't work because they got blew out game one was this before the game or after the game this is before yeah he got blew out that'd be be fucked up you just got blew out the (laughs) night before then you wake up and they got (laughs) the girl you okay (laughs) like damn man like I already lost like like now y'all gotta go and like call me names and stuff like come on right right come on man I'm already licking my wounds bro give me give me give me some time don't pour salt so that was my initial thought um do you think there's any conspiracy here do you think LeBron James actually went out and did that himself and why was he not at the house I thought if that's his second home right a second home but they're in Golden State though Golden State's like or way up north I know I'm saying wait I'm sorry Golden State is not even a it's a place. I got, a I got you. Anyway, I got you. Anyway, Oakland. Oakland. Oakland but, is like but, eight hours away. So I'm saying, like, wouldn't he have been sleeping there the night before and then just flew up there? The, nah, the man. They day? probably in the hotels right next Already to Already at the, the hotel, huh? Yeah, they in the hotels but, right next but to But you would think, don't LeBron James, don't he be pulling strings like he's so, like, didn't the, like, Thanksgiving game schedule get scheduled in Cleveland so he can stay home or something, something like that? Oh, yeah, he could. But I'm saying Cleveland is only so big. So if well, it's, it's not eight hours away. Yeah, yeah sure. it's probably he's probably 20 minutes from the stadium. He, he probably has he probably jet. has his house built in the stadium. <laughs> he owns. Well, I'm saying LeBron James, he got the PJ. He can fly up there whenever he wants. Yeah, he could. I'm sure he want to be with the team, though, because he's the leader. He's expecting to bring them to the promised land. So, so, so you don't think he's spray painted? Nah, that cause you on, know what? On the, on the That's itself. a little much. Like a conspiracy that I clearly saw was uh was uh what's his name on the Celtics? Paul Pierce when he acted like he got hurt and he went limping oh, to the back and he came yeah. out with his little exercise bike and he was pedaling all hard on the exercise yeah. bike, came in and dropped like fifteen points in a quarter. That was a setup. You know what I'm saying? Had the Rocky music playing in the background. Exactly. That was a setup. The Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> this one, though, like, it'll be super lame of him to do something racial for his, you know, I can understand you trying to like do something to get the edge, the, but to do something well, not, racial not, would be lame. Not even the edge, but just like to make a story is the what I was thinking. Well, to make you love. It's, it's an edge so you can be yeah. the underdog. Like, look, I even got people spray painting on my house. I got y'all thinking I'm going to lose. Like, to, to build yourself up like you're uh, uh, like you're the underdog. Right. So I, I think it would be pretty lame for him to go for race for that. 
So I don't think the, I don't think it was a conspiracy. Not on his part. He's not involved. Maybe uh maybe Dan Gilbert, the team owner, might have done it <laughs> to try to rile LeBron up. Or maybe he just did it and it just meant it. <laughs> or didn't even or didn't even didn't even know that was LeBron James's house. He just like sprayed it up there and was right. like, oh shit! Like that was actually his that house. was actually his spot. You know, and I mean, being all rich and stuff. Like I saw the the, the front facade of the house. And he has like the trees, like the privacy trees, like lined up on the front. Okay, that's actually how it is with uh, Barack Obama's house in Chicago in Hyde Park. Oh, like you go to his house, they how high the trees are? They like like ten foot. Oh, they're huge. They're huge. You can't even see the house. No, they're forty feet tall now. Oh, okay. That they they brought those trees in. Right. Just they brought those trees in from you know the tundras of wherever yeah just to block the house and I could see LeBron had like the same kind of deal they, they cut him down from the rainforest specifically to bring in front of his house so what I'm saying is what they don't, they don't have a camera on his front gate man but like if somebody comes in you don't often get this type of you know this type of uh, visitor they come in with a with a mask on with a hoodie on you don't know who he is or she but he's ri- what, uh, uh, what they said that's what the, what it was no, I'm just saying I can understand if they don't if they have no leads. I can understand that. It's a one time thing from somewhere. But I mean, but being the richest person in Cleveland, you would imagine that he would have a cameras. He's the richest you know, he person at least in have, Cleveland, but he ain't he the would, richest he, person he, in LA though. I'm saying though, but you would think the richest person in Cleveland would would be able to afford a digital life. Oh, gotcha. Like like it doesn't cost that much to put a, a camera on top of your gate. That's true. That's true. And like uh, a facial recognition camera because I know they got them. They got it on our phones. Like nowadays, dog. Like I was posting pictures on Facebook with me and Tia, and it was already tagging Tia. It was like, right. yo, how the hell did you know? That's too much. <laughs> like it already know who she is and shit. So yeah, that's too much. But uh, so anyway. So that got the, of course, they got the the, the media to talking. Yep. And um, what's your boy Jason Whitlock? He uh, had a lot to say about it. Oh my goodness! You know what? He's been he's, he's like been a shock jock, dog. He's yeah. like a shock jock that's Absolutely. on sports TV. Absolutely. But he's doing it all wrong, though. He's doing it all wrong. I guess he's doing it all right. Like you do it so you can get people to talk about you, right? Yeah, I mean, is that that's not what sports people should be like sports commentators should be doing, right? They shouldn't be doing things for likes. They should be. um, No, not for likes to to be known because you might be hated. You might be the villain. Right. So we don't have like a sports. I don't think we've ever had a sports caster, commentator, villain. Uh, Skip Bayless. Oh, Okay. Okay. We don't have a black one then. Right. Yeah. Skip Bayless is definitely the villain. That's true. You're right. Yeah, yeah. I guess some people can say Stephen A might be a villain. I would say sometimes Stephen A. Sometimes Stephen A. All right. So there's only so we, uh, there's only two of them that I can think of. If there are any others, it's it's small in comparison to all the good guys. Okay. Those are only two. Okay. And now maybe Shannon Sharp, if he keeps saying problematic things to uh, Lamar Ball. Yeah. 
I thought he was kind of the good guy. Skip Bayless is the bad guy. I don't know if Shannon yeah, Sharp is anything. I, I, I don't. See, he, he says some weird, some off things sometimes, too. Yeah, they be uh, reaching sometimes. All right, so this Jason Whitlock guy, man, what did he say? What did he say about LeBron that was so problematic, dog? He's basically, in a nutshell, said that LeBron cannot experience racism because he's rich. Okay. Racism is something that only people who live in a struggle can can face. This was an inconvenience to LeBron. That's all it was. It wasn't something that was uh, uh, a, a racist act, I guess is what he was saying. That's really interesting to me because I remember when Kanye was going on his rants about fashion. Mm-hmm. He's definitely not poor. And he spent right. millions of dollars in the fashion. And he still said he experienced racism and a glass ceiling. So, right. what the hell is Jason Woodlock talking about, bro? And you know what? LeBron actually said this. He was saying um, that no matter how much money you make, it's still tough for a black person. And what I thought he was going to say was no matter how much you make, you still a nigga. <laughs> and, I, man, if he would have said that, LeBron would have that would have made him the goat. We've been talking all week about who's the greatest of all time. That would have made him the greatest no, of all time. No, that would have no, that would have pushed him past Jordan. Dog, if he would have said that, Black Twitter would have went wild. Duh. Everybody would have went crazy. He would have been the man. He would. Yeah. That's what everybody was thinking. Would have been. I mean, <laughs> I think AI would have did it. AI would have did it. But look at AI now. Like, in order to be the best, you can't appease one group to be the GOAT. You have to be loved by everybody. So he had to take the politically correct approach. What? No. And I think he said the same thing that you're saying. He just said it politically correct. I'm saying no. He could have said that. He was was well within his right to say At that time? Yeah, you know what? Because they they used the word on him, right? Exactly. It was was wide open for him to say it. And nobody would have took away no money from him or nothing because all he did was just repeat what they wrote on his fence. Yeah. He could have said it, dog. That would have been epic. Uh, Yeah, all right. I'm with you on that. I'm with you. That would have been epic. (laughs) That would have made up the bad, dog. That's all I'm saying. That would have been the equivalent of him putting the, the glove on and putting his fist up at the Olympics. No, it would have been, it would have been that. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right about that now. Now that you say it, since since that's the that's what he that's what they used against him, he just would have took those words and flipped them and said, Yep, that's that's all I am. After all the fame, after all the money, after all I've given back to people, I'm still just a nigger. And then all he had to do was stand up and walk away, just like he did. <laughs> like on the press conference, just said that and just walked away. They'd be like, LeBron, what do you think about it? <laughs> then he just walked away. Duh. <laughs> that would have been all wrong. He had to do. That would have been wrong. Yeah, Black Twitter would have been in a rage. Sports would have had to look into this a little deeper and realize that, yeah, man, racism is still out there heavy. So. Yeah, yeah man. So, anyway. That would have so, been yeah, J- So your so, boy though, your boy Jason Whitlock, um, and I want to call him an idiot, but you know what? Why should I go name calling this man? Let him do what he does. I just I'm, I can't fool with him. But he did make a, so LeBron made a statement that when he saw the graffiti, he thought of Emmett Till's mother and how she wanted to show the world what her what her son went through. And I think he was Again. referring to the the open casket funeral 
that yeah. she had for her son, right? Have you ever seen those pictures? I, d- I have. Yeah. It's 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 I don't devastating. Even, I don't even like I don't even like thinking about it. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. And then the fact that that lady came out all these years later and said that the situation never even happened, as far as what they said he did, like cat called her, right? She right. was saying that it was a lie. Like, yo, that's messed up. But so he was saying that money and fame doesn't save you from racism. And Whitlock said that that analogy to Emmett Till is ridiculous. Like it's like it's a reach or something. What do you think about that? No, like you said, like I get it, you know, as far as like just the open casket and exposing what racism, like the uh, uh, what racism looks like and what the end result looks like. Yeah. Um, and then LeBron comparing his situation to that. So what I was thinking of was that all he's doing is living his life and he got picked on for no reason. And so I think he's saying that there's a veil over America that wants to believe that racism doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. And so something like this with a guy who's won titles, who's been the MVP, who's pretty renowned right now as the best player in basketball in the world, right? Mm-hmm. And he still is subject to having stuff spray paint, you know, these negative racial slurs spray painted on his door. It made him think of Emmett Till, who didn't do anything. And this kid was, you know, kidnapped and beat and totally mistreated and killed. Right. right. And the mom wanted to show the world. And so the reason he's speaking out is because he wants to show the world that even he has to go through it. I don't think that that. Oh, the speaking out is the equivalent. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I think that he's saying the speaking out is the equivalent. That's why he thinks of the mom, because she wanted to show the world. And he wants to speak out to show the world. Right. So for me, it's not ridiculous. It's not a reach. It's not like he is in a till in this case. He's the, the mom. Right. He said he thought of Emmett Till's mother. And you know what? I'm glad you said that right now, because I think Jason Whitlock was making the reach that he was comparing himself or the situation to Emmett Till. But LeBron did say he thought of Emmett Till's mother and how she wanted to show the world. So I think he was I think he's reaching, dog, to be a a shock. This guy, guy, he's been saying stupid stuff for the past, I guess, for a long time, but for the past few couple of weeks. He's just been saying a lot of stupid stuff lately, and, and it's been bad, man. And and if you watch that, sh- watch his show that he that him and uh, Colin uh, Cowherd was on, and uh, Chris Broussard and uh, Cedric Sabalos was on there. And Cedric Sabalos, I guy, remember him. He was he used to he yeah. the Lakers, right? Did he play for the Lakers for a little bit, uh, or the Nets or somebody? I don't know. He played for the Suns for I sure. Who do somebody? Did Sabalos play with the Lakers? I feel like he did. I feel like I got a surgery. I feel like he did too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like he did too. So, um, yeah, so they were all on the show, on the panel, and Jason Woodlock was just trying to take the show over, and Chris Broussard was trying to tell his piece and say his mind. Everybody let Jason Woodlock talk, but Woodlock wouldn't let nobody else talk. And he even went the approach. He was like, well, this is my show. And Chris was like, I don't care. Show, I know it's your show, but I'm on the panel. I get to talk too. You know what I'm saying? Quit trying to shut me up. And so it was super lame how when uh, Jason Whitlock was asked for his reasoning, he didn't really have the reasoning behind it, mm-hmm. which is really sad. Mm-hmm. He was just saying that it's nothing to LeBron. It was a minor inconvenience. His guys had to clean it up. It meant nothing. 
and they they said well how can you say something like that and he really didn't have nothing to back that up dude just needs to chill out for a bit like he's just being in in, in involved in a lot of controversy lately but then again i guess it's like you kind of started to say earlier you know if it's giving him the attention that he wants because like you were just saying like if if you watch the show well i don't watch a show i i don't watch tv really at all however i am now interested to see what other kind of stupid shit he's been saying in the past <laughs> so i still probably won't watch the show but i definitely probably will go on on uh on YouTube and look up Jason Whitlock problematic. Why are we intrigued comments. about that though? Like, why would we? I don't. I just want to see like the history. Psychology. I want to see the history of the dumb shit this dude's been saying. That's crazy. Like, if somebody said, you would think log. Let's be logical, real quick. You would think that if somebody says some dumb shit, you would write them off as being a dumbass, and you don't want to listen to them no more. But for some reason, we want to know more about what they said and what they did. Why is that? This That's so bad. I don't know if this is really a good explanation for it because it's concerning the president, but like I've watched like um compilation videos of, you know, controversial things Donald Trump said. Okay. But that's probably good that I know that because that's the president of the United States. You know, gotcha. so maybe that's not the best example, but that is just a, another example of a time recently where that's happened to me. Or, yeah. or like the LeVar right. Ball uh, guy, you know, like I went and looked exactly. up his stuff. Like he was, you know, he's always in the news. You know, they saying he's he's saying all this crazy stuff. And I'm like, what else has he been saying? And so I went up went and looked at videos of him and see what else kind of crazy shit he's been I saying. I wish that somebody I, I would like somebody, a listener, somebody, anybody just help me understand because logically, I like to think I'm a logical person. Logically, I would think that if somebody is saying something that doesn't make sense, we would write them off as senseless and we would not listen to them anymore. And people that are educated and know what they're talking about and make sense, we would listen to them more. Bro, look at but, look at people like Tommy Sotomayor. Um, what's the other dude? The uh, uh, You said that like your brother was listening to, I think. Oh, uh, Tariq Nasheed. You know, people like those guys. Your boy Umar Johnson. I listened to a couple things Tariq Umar said, Johnson. though, and he sounds educated. Yeah, they sound educated, but their whole fame is built off of controversial yeah. things that they say. Yeah. Like them being yeah. controversial. So, right, right. so that's the only reason why anybody cares about anything about those guys because they're always saying something controversial. Okay, you know what? Maybe that's and actually that's are. a law of power. Okay. I think we like we, we do have an explanation it for is. that. We we covered this on the on the Forty Eight Laws about it. It is uh, so when you said the word controversial, that changes it. I just said it that he said some dumb shit like just being a dumbass. No, nope, it's controversial. Like, when you when you listen to somebody talking stupid. And they're just stupid. Say, okay, why is the sky blue? Oh, because cars are red. That's why the sky is blue. It's like, okay, this dude's an idiot. He has no idea. He knows nothing about the earth. I'm not listening to him no more. But if you say something controversial, like everybody believes that the world is round, but you say that it's flat and you start giving off your reasons, that's something that's controversial that could make sense, that could happen. So you listen to it. It's just a different perspective. So that's why people listen to him because he's controversial and he has a different perspective. And he also gives white people an out because this is not the only time that he said something going against black people and their struggles. So when you have somebody on your team talking negative about your team, 
people are gonna latch on to that. Right. Like, have you ever right. have you ever played a like playing a sport? You playing football with your friends when you was younger, or basketball, and you say something was a foul or something was out of bounds, and you're like, no, it wasn't, no, it wasn't. But when your teammate says sides with the other team, you got to ride for it now. That's a foul because your own team said it. Yeah, yeah. You experienced that? Um, oh yeah, I definitely have seen that before. Uh, definitely wouldn't play with that kid again. But <laughs> it's like, yo, you supposed to be rocking with us, dog. What are you doing? So I think I think that he he's that person that's like, hey, Jason Whitlock said this. So Jason Whitlock said it ain't even that big of a deal, y'all. So I don't even know why y'all tripping. Even Jason Whitlock said it, and he's just making he's making us look. And bad. that's kind of what happens. Like you know, you're like your Tommy Lorenz and all of them. They'll jump on that and be like, "Well, Jason Whitlock or Lil Wayne said Black Lives Matter isn't a thing." You know, whatever. You know, they they'll use that, and no, definitely, it's not good. They'll use it against us. And you know, Whitlock said that LeBron should just come out and say, "Hey, man, it happened. People are stupid, but I have a good life." And it's like, but if he took that approach, isn't that the definition of tokenism? Oh, because you have a good life, you you're not supposed to talk about or think about the struggles that your same people are having. You know what I'm saying? Your group of people. Right. So I don't know. He's just telling them to be a token black guy, dog. I don't know. I can't fool with that guy, man. Whitlock. He's he's wild. And yeah, and and you know, he's like you said, he's kind of blowing up off of controversy and you know he's not the only person that uses controversy to to get a buzz um people in like hip-hop they've always used controversy to kind of blow them up and get a buzz definitely it's a law of power yeah right? absolutely like you said it's a law of power and so uh recently um your boy offset from the migos he was complaining kind of going off uh, on some of the newer rappers, saying that these guys have ain't he a new rapper? Uh, <laughs> he is, but I think he's kind of old though. I mean, like, is it, as far as age goes, uh, I think he's the new I, I, young I think rappers. he's the oldest of the Migos. Yeah, yeah. And so, and these new rappers that he's talking about are like eighteen, nineteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they, uh, that's not even necessarily true, but that whatever. They got colorful hair and dreads. So anyway, so they um, so he was saying, you know, how these guys have been playing with like devil worshiping imagery lately in, okay. in, their, in their songs and their uh, I guess just in their uh, social media and stuff. So, OK, he's he's talking about people like uh, little Uzi Vert, little Uzi okay. Vert's been running around with a uh, with a little choker on with the upside down <laughs> it's a choker dog look at the video yo why you gotta <laughs> why you throwing shots at his necklace bro maybe his necklace is short no he just gotta he don't want the he don't want the chain hanging down to his nuts he got a short necklace it's, he bro. has a choker and it's not even a necklace it was that it was that there was that one uh boondocks episode where uh riley said yeah he was wearing a chain it, it it was like you didn't have a chain, you had a necklace. <laughs> it was it was like super thin. It wasn't a chain. It was just a necklace, <laughs> right? right. <laughs> like his aunt gave it to him. It was all delicate. She like held it with like like one finger. Use that, <laughs> so little Uzi Vert had uh, 
uh, a choker on with a he had a short with chain a, with an upside so down weird. with an upside down cross on it. Okay, which is supposed to be like the sign of the Antichrist, and then there's some dude, Sammy Baby, Sai Baby, or something. I don't know the dude's name. I forget his name. But there's another unknown rapper um, who also has been playing around with the upside down cross thing, and uh, he even has like some six 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 stuff in his imagery. So Offset is mad at these guys for that. Okay. So, and, you know, initially I'm thinking like, okay, they're just doing that for controversial sakes. Makes sense. It's been done before. Well, I got two problems with this. A, it's been done before. 3-6 Mafia. Does anybody remember what 3-6 Mafia was was originally? Well, first of all, that 3-6 Mafia, 6-6-6-3-6. And then before that, they were triple six Mafia. Yep. DJ Paul used to always refer to the music as the devil, this devil shit. So they play with that a lot. Yo, didn't they in their speech give thanks to God, though, when they got that Oscar? They might have. I mean, but I'm talking about in the early beginning of what 3-6 actually was. Oh, definitely. Um, Definitely. I mean, they all do. Um, And uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony. You know, they... Bone Thugs and Harmony started off with the Ouija board stuff. Oh, the Ouija board, yeah, yeah. You know, they yeah, was doing songs, Mr. Ouija. Yep, yep. In uh, that uh, East nineteen ninety nine Eternal. Well, first of all, Wait, is that supposed to be devilish though? Yes. Uh, and so it's a board game. It is because it's it's calling. Basically, you're you're speaking through the gates of hell when you used to. Okay. And so. Um, on that East 1999 Eternal. I don't know if you remember this, but well, first of all, East 1999. 1999, flip it over, 666. Um, yep. And then in the inside of that CD cover, they had a whole message written backwards. Backwards, yeah. And you have to read it through the mirror. Yeah. But then on the inside of it, if you look, like when you open up the CD case and you're on the CD side where the CD goes... And you flip yep. it and look on the side, and the inside of the thing it said, "Don't give props to the devil." That was a little Easter okay. egg for if you had the actual CD, you gotta have the CD. To oh, know that. nice. Okay. I was really heavy into the shit. So anyway, but they was into it. They kind of played around with it a bit. Um, so it, this isn't anything new, as far as because they came out with Crossroads. So they also came out with Mr. Ouija and Mo Murder. Yeah. And faces of death. <laughs> <laughs> and hell sent, where they actually went to hell to start a war with Satan. So, but but cross cross war was after all that though. That's after Easy E. So died. when he grew out of that shit. Yeah. I mean, oh, okay. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm I'm I got where you're going. Now. Okay. So that's my first problem with it. And then like so one thing is so they biting. Well, right. first thing is is that it's not new. No, so it's not that they're right. biting, but just that this isn't like a new thing that okay. got these guys are doing now, and it's never been done before. It's always happened. Okay, uh, got it. The second problem I have with this is these niggas be rapping about killing everybody on the block. You, they talk about raping chicks. Okay. You know, put Molly in a drink. Put Molly in a drink. She ain't even know it. 
you know, yeah. or whatever, you know, that kind of stuff. You know, they selling dope. They using dope. They the biggest dope dealers ever. They do everything, every sin under the sun. But as soon <laughs> as you play with Christianity, uh-uh, nope. You like we can't fuck with you now. Right. What makes, right. uh, I guess, blasphemy so much? And it's not even. Well, let's just go with that. This is what makes being blasphemous so much worse than everything else. Well, first of all, sin's a sin. That's so what I'm thinking. Gossiping, yeah, gossiping is just as bad as murking somebody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just as bad. They're all the same, and um, I think it's just the. I think it's the cool thing to do, bro. I think it's the cool, thing, the cool thing to take, um, to be on the side that you know everybody else is on. And so when somebody else is being different, you can jump out there and say that they whack, they lame, they stupid, they shouldn't be doing this because you know everybody's going to jump to your side. So you want to be the voice out there. Like, so for instance, Wearing V-necks was a sin when we was in, in, in middle school, high school, right? Mm-hmm. So if I came to school in a V-neck, it'd be cool for everybody to jump on me and, and talk bad about because me. It'd different. be cool. It'd be easy, right. right? Because I'm doing something a little bit different. And almost unanimously, everybody else is saying that you shouldn't be doing well, if this. If your jeans are so proper fitted. Cool. Let, yeah, let you come in with some proper fitting tapered jeans and... A V-neck. I remember them used to Jonas saying your straight legs or look at them tapered legs. Like right. they would actually they exactly. actually talk about you for that purpose. Exactly. I think I, I think I talked about on another podcast where my my polo jeans that I had, my wallet was wearing some line like some wear marks into my back pockets. Mm-hmm. And I was getting wear washing my jeans so much because I, I told you I was wearing them jeans like every so often or whatever, but I only had a couple pairs. And so uh, I was getting like wear lines into the or wear marks into the thighs of my polo jeans. And I didn't want to wear them no more. I went and got new jeans. And three, four years later, now you buy them where they're worn in the thigh. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I had those already. I was just scared to wear them. Right. But let me have walked in with worn jeans. I mean, they were baggy like they were supposed to be. They were polo. But look at them old worn out jeans. It had been easy to jump on me about that. So I don't remember you telling that story. I remember you telling the story about how you went and sagged on purpose for one day. Oh, yeah. That like was you, like you went to the bathroom. I was like, man, hold on, man. Let me go and sag my pants. I, I was at the locker. <laughs> I was at the locker. And I, I sagged my jeans down. And I walked around like that for the day. And when I went home, when it's time to go home, I pulled my pants up because I knew my mom wasn't having it. But I just realized how stupid it was, and I never did it again. <laughs> so anyway. So, but yeah, so anyway, uh, I think it's cool to jump on somebody's back about something, about exploring other things. I mean, I know we're talking about religion. Not that you think it's cool, but you're, you're saying that for, for the masses or whatever, these people yeah, who are yeah, criticizing general, these guys, they, general, it's cool to them in today's culture to be jumping on somebody's back gotcha yeah it's cool to jump on somebody's back exactly and it's cool to jump out and say that oh well look at this guy who's doing this over here i'm like like people are jumping on those those guys back for wearing blouses in 10 years a blouse is gonna be just like a v-neck bro 
it's gonna be like a v-neck and you're gonna have to choose a side whether you're cool or you're not cool with it but the fad is gonna be cool it's gonna be a cool thing to do like skinny jeans at one point those were a sin you couldn't wear skinny jeans you had to buy your jeans two sizes bigger fast forward 10 years you got famous rappers wearing skinny jeans so give us 10 or 15 years blouses is gonna be cool and you're gonna be the weirdo you're gonna be bashing people for wearing blouses but you're gonna be the weirdo right so I think that's all it is man he tried to jump out there because it's cool now what I will say is that guy who's the second guy you said Sammy Baby Sabani so whatever his name is apparently he's coming he's supposed to be coming out with a book he claims and it's called Unknownism or something where he's gonna talk about uh exploring some other form of religion or non-religion or whatever it is and i respect that i respect the fact that he doesn't want to believe what we've been fed to believe about god and about whatever christianity is and religion is and he wants to go do something different and i respect the fact that he wants to do his own research and come out with a book about it now i will say that uh just because you're not godly or don't believe in God doesn't mean you have to jump on the side of 666 and upside down crosses. I don't think it has to be one side or the other. Mm-hmm. So so I do think that that right there is a shock or, or maybe they're really into it. I don't know. But it appears to be a thing to get people to see them, like you said, a publicity thing. So um, I just went ahead and, and Googled unknownism. And uh, basically, <laughs> on Twitter, uh, is uh-huh. Sabi 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 Sababi Sababi. I guess the guy's name. Okay. This is a Twitter, and uh, he has unknownism, a small circle full of niggas with work ethic and heart. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, but also, uh, I, I'll gather from him is that the whole six 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 thing in this. Uh, in this situation is actually stands for six neutrons, six protons, six electrons, which is carbon, which is the uh, building block of life. So that's what okay. that's what his explanation is. Um, got this six, six, six thing. Interesting. OK, fine. <clears throat> you know, he got his thing. I, I respect it. He got his thing. He so, got his logic. So, so he's actually saying it has nothing to do with devil worshiping at all. Okay. Like the upside down cross image that he has for this unknown, this unknownism and stuff, has nothing to do with devil worshiping at all. So that's his explanation. Okay. Now, Lou Vert, we don't know what his reason is. I really don't care. But somebody pointed out something funny to me. Go ahead and say Little Uzi Vert three times really fast. Little Uzi Vert, Little Uzi Vert, Little Uzi Vert. What are you saying? Little Uzi Vert, Little Uzi Vert, Little Uzi Vert. What does that sound like? Little Uzi Vert, Little Uzi Vert, Little Uzi Vert. Lil Vert. I don't know. What does it sound like? It sounds like Lil Uzi Vert. Lil Uzi Vert. What does it sound Say it like? all together. Lil Uzi Vert, Lil Uzi Vert, Lil Uzi Vert. Say, just say his name fast. Just by itself. What is that? What other name does that sound like? Lil Uzi Vert. I don't, I'm lost, bro. <laughs> it sounds like Lucifer is what it's supposed to be. Oh, Lil Uzi Vert, Lil Uzi, yeah. I, I, I can see that now. Yeah. I was lost. <laughs> kind of like black eyed peas. It's like black guy peas. Like a black guy who yeah. pees. Like peeing. Yeah. I think it's. it's yeah, I'm black eyed peas. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So, I don't know. That is pretty interesting. Whoever pointed that out, man, people got too much time on their hands on the internet, bro. 
I don't know. My ideal about it is just let people be, man. If Lucy Vert, <laughs> if Lucifer <laughs> wants to uh, explore the Antichrist or whatever he's exploring. By the way, he's never came out and said anything about it, has he? He did. Uh, he finally responded to Offset and said, I'm praying for you, bro. And then he said something about how, uh, you know, you like something about just being a hypocrite, basically. Oh, you okay. Know, and that's you fair. Because yeah, kill why? everybody they trap trap trapping in the bando and that kind of stuff. But right. you know. But he's for God though. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know what? At the end of the day, man, just make sure whatever your belief is, don't let people who are opposite of your belief influence you or your kids. In the end of the you day. If you really want to go hard for your belief. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, if you really want to go hard for your belief, just make sure you believe in what you believe in and you know why. And if you want to raise your kids that way, make sure you don't let these other people influence that. Or how about simply don't be a fucking hypocrite? I mean, let's let's start. Let's <laughs> start with there. Like the fucking judging and stuff that these people are doing. Like, that's the same thing with the Illuminati stuff. Like, why are people so sensitive about these things? But again, you can go. Biggie was talking about my my. Nigga gotta what do you say? Gum what do you say? Butt fucking kidnap kids or uh, some shit? Yeah. Gotta fucking kidnap yeah. kids. Fuck them in the ass. Go them over, the, over bridge. the bridge. That's how it is. That's yeah. yeah. You know, like he said that, you know, he's talking about you look so good you're sucking your daddy's dick. That's some homosexual stuff. Um he Yeah. You know I don't even yo, I can't rap that line, bro. I don't get it. <laughs> you rap that little Kim though. <laughs> <laughs> Those shields on the dick. Oh, what do you, what do you say? No, no, I did not. Wrap what's the, what's the line? She has what's, what's, what's the line, dog? What's the line? Well, throwing field. I used to be scared of it. Now she throws lips to it. She handles it like a real chick. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's I, that's your shit. That's your shit right there. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, I, I definitely paraphrased. That was. Let's say let's not how to go. That was not quoted. <laughs> That was not quote. Um, I can't quote that. But she like uh all about the Benjamins, she has some really hot lines on there, dog. Okay. So, but you know, but you pick and choose. But people, I mean, again, rappers are always killing everybody and doing everything that you could possibly think of that is horrible in the world. But again, we said this before, as long as this is going as long as it's said to a beat, that's fine. And also, um, if your music is hot it don't matter either. It's a go. You can do whatever as long fuck as it's you hot, it's do. a go. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you gotta have some pretty hot music to get people to rap devil stuff with you, though. Three Six Mafia. You gotta. Yeah, you, they had some hot. They music still back Three Six there. Mafia. I mean, it's just what it's always been. Nobody. I don't know why people never chipped off of that, but I mean, I don't think they should because uh, just, Three Six is Thirty Six. It's not though. <laughs> It's 36 Mafia, dog. Yeah. <laughs> and we ain't playing with you. <laughs> like I said, Bone did it too, man. So, and those guys are the greats. So, anyway, yeah. Just don't be a hypocrite. Like, it's just music, too. Like, why do people even give yeah, a just fuck, music, dog? Man. Like, like, it, like the people who are gonna criticize. I guess music can influence well, you. Though. Music can, infu- it, can it influence. It can. People. It can. But I would say, actually, I had that as a topic. Like, wait, that's like one of the first topics I ever wrote down. Like, how did music influence you? But we can come back to that. But um, 
I would say the people who are criticizing Lil Uzi Vert in this sub Bobby, whoever's criticizing these guys, they probably don't even fuck with him no way. Right. You know, Offset, he's criticizing them, but when you listen to Bad and Bougie on the radio now, they cut off a little Uzi verse, uh, verse. So, maybe Offset don't fuck with him either. I don't know. Oh, yeah. They, he was yeah, on the song, yeah, huh? Yeah, 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 he was on there. Yeah, but nobody really cares about that part. It's all about the chorus. Yeah, I guess so. Oh, and maybe Offset's part. And take, Offset! Yeah, and take off not being there. It's all about that. So... Anyway, stop being fucking hypocrites, people. Yeah, stop being a hypocrite, lames. And start tipping people, too. You know what I'm saying? Because they're working for low wages, man. People always say, oh, we paid for this. We paid for this. Start tipping people, man. If you if you appreciate the service, start Where, tipping. Where's that from? Is it something on your heart? Oh, no, that came from uh, when I was talking when I was in Jamaica. That was an hour ago. And, you know, they get paid three dollars an hour. I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> you... Sound like we're about to end this spot. Yeah, I'm really saying why you bring it back up, man. That was an hour I'm ago. Just saying, I feel some kind of way, dog. Good grief. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You can be listening to anyone in the world right now. However, you're listening to us, Jaron and I. We appreciate it. And we have another corporate streets production. It's called The Powercast. So whether you're corporate, whether you're street, you need to check us out. We're reading the book, The 48 Laws of Power by Robert Greene. And it's an it's an instructional guide, man, to help you get that power in your life. It's 2017. You need to invest in yourself. We read the book. And what we do is we try to convert it into some easy going, easy to listen to uh, examples and easy to listen to trials from our lives and how we use the laws or how we use them inappropriately. And it's a cool listen. It's dope. So check it out. We release it almost every single Friday. Almost. <laughs> and it's only, yeah, exactly. And we've been traveling and shit, man. Like, we, we yeah, out we here. We've been traveling. You know. We out here. Memphis and Jamaica and, uh, and shit, you know, all around the world. Man, I have, I was going to have my butler do the show for me, but I was like, yo, his voice ain't sounding like mine. Right. You know what I'm talking about? So it's only 30 minutes. Go ahead and check it out. If you want to get at us, you can email us at thecorporatestreets at gmail.com. If you need help handling the situation, go ahead and hit us up, man, because you know we are the advice connoisseurs. If you want to hit us on Twitter, our Twitter handle is at Corp Streets, and you know what you're listening to. This is the Corporate Streets podcast. This is the podcast for people who got 100 ones from the bank teller because they big tippers. But rather than tipping to send Shorty through college, they just want to show some appreciation to the wait staff. Peace. Respect. Respect. Take care of the people who take care of you, man. Bumble Clyde. Roscoz. They service take care of you. Throw them a couple of dollars. Babylon team. Okay. <laughs> yeah, man. All right, we out. <laughs>